Just pulled up the Prius, yeah. 2005 $20 for a full tank, white tee looking like tank Got a Spotify sub, Vans on my feet Levi's on my whole ass Took my girl to Swiss Chalet, we split the bill I know a guy named Bill, he doesn't do much hey, Bill. I got good credit, get inhalers for the low Cough, cough, you pay full price That really sucks like afternoon naps I don't take enough naps Maybe like two or three Take shits in my home that is owned by my parents You take shits at the gas station, that's not nice That's pew 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 P.U. again Just do it like me When I wake up at night I am scared of myself Sleepwalking at night Sleepwalking during the day Eyes closed, mind closed Oh my god, go to sleep This is music I make music now Look me, I'm a music guy Please don't touch my Kirkland Please, please, please I beg you please don't touch my Kirkland I don't want you to touch my Kirkland Do you hear the piano? Give me an arpeggio Just don't touch my Kirkland Touch anything else on me Used to be unemployed now I'm happily employed. La, da, da, da. Yeah. Used to have to pay rent. Now I live out of tent. In my parents' backyard. I use my credit card to pay for my meals from Boston Pizza. Yeah, Alfredo Pasta. That shit's pretty whack. Can I take order, please? No. I own. You could probably own too. I shop at Walmart. I dress just like a fart. I smell just like a fart. I haven't showered in years. I chap shit behind my ears. Shit is mad dirty. Shit is mad dirty. I don't know where I'm dirty, but this rhyme is dirty. Bitch, it's Young Cock. I'm with my boy Tamil Tyrese. High top flip flops. Please don't touch my Kirklands. You can touch anything else on me. Even my hairy legs. Even the dirt behind my ears. Even, even my glasses. You can touch my beard too, but if you try, I'll probably kill you. Please don't touch my Kirkland. Shit, Chris, is that you? Please, please, Bro, is please, that really you? please don't touch my Kirkland. Please don't touch them. Bye. Hey, I'm just, I'm just here to talk some more shit. I high talk flip flops, the new, the new best everything. We, we are everything. We are new. We are good. We're like a fresh piano. We're like a. We're like a push T verse. Alright. Every podcast a classic. We don't need to do more. We're gonna this is our last podcast ever, actually. <laughs> We're done for good. We're about to go move out. Uh uh probably live in like South Markham and chill forever. Alright? Goodbye. Goodbye forever and from now. Yeah, if uh, anyone knows uh, real estate agents in South Markham, uh, we'd happily like to set up appointments with them. We have pretty good credit scores and um, yeah, we're struggling. We're struggling. Uh, super available actually Tuesday nights. Uh, Thursday nights are pretty good from 4 p.m. to 8.42 p.m. So please contact us on our email. Follow us on our emails as well. Uh, high top flip-flops. Everywhere. Enjoy this episode.
Hey everyone, welcome to episode 18 of High Top Flip Flops. It's your boy Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka the Tamil Tyrees, aka not the Tamil Tyrees, <laughs> aka the Tamil Hemingway, aka Mr. Date Your Girl with you, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host Navek. What's going on, man? Uh, it's your other boy, aka Navek, aka Nivape, aka Aziz Bansari, aka Mr. Run Up to Your Girl, say hello, then run away, aka the Tamil Tyrees. And AKA, we have aka Thin Duncan, too. You're going to take that up, too. Thin Duncan? Yeah, instead of Tim Duncan, you're not Thin Duncan. I got the the double xl dress shirt with the uh bootleg boot, i almost said bootleg boot cut jeans oh man he has the worst fit in nba history i think history maybe maybe there's some there's been some bad fits dude mm. Westbrook, or? I mean, he's like he we're just gonna jump into like yeah. oh shoot yeah real quick let's do the introductions of you guys so i'm vankit um i don't have an aka i guess i'm vankit aka vankit i don't know yeah don't that's know. that's cool yeah that's it i'm uh ahmed aka ahmed my name's Chris. Um, I guess, aka not Chris. That's right. Yeah. Finna kill him by the end of the show. <laughs> Alpha male status. Uh, you might remember Ahmad from episode 14. Yep. Highest view count episode, so this is very rare. We all here breaking records <laughs> on this podcast. What, <laughs> what can I say, guys? What can I say? Uh, look, seriously, what can I don't know what to say. Uh, what do I say was, at this it was point? the Tumblr talk. I feel like it was a Tumblr talk that really got people into it. Yeah. Um, but no, we're very excited to have you guys here. You guys all hail from uh, from different places. From what I understand, we got Mississauga here. We got Oakville here, kind of. Yeah? Okay, fair enough. Um, we got just a bunch of questions lined up for you this episode. Um, we're not going to do anything too fancy. We're just going to just shoot the shit, answer some questions, answer some people's life questions you know yeah i can say this is going to be the best episode ever oh, yeah, probably, probably. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i think I it's can, yeah I can, I can feel it in the room actually yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the sauce is flowing <laughs> the sauce is heavy, the heavy sauce, sauce. <laughs> heavy <laughs> sauce <laughs> a lot of sauce everywhere because we're very out here sexual guy on guy contact all guys four guys five guys all the guys we're down for it shout out to all my people out there all people you know we don't discriminate people races genders sexualities other sexualities we're all about that here at the high top flip-flop that's right. podcast that's right shout out to you and your sexuality <laughs> i'm really excited to be here okay first question off the bat here guys uh how are we going to bring about world peace first question Shit. okay better question how are you going to bring peace in your hometown um, so we discussed this a little earlier before, before we hit record. But, <laughs> but, yo, uh, yo, yeah. Shout out the Black Eyed Peas real quick. <laughs> <laughs> all love. <laughs> taboo, taboo. We're all rooting for you. <laughs> Get better, please, taboo. <laughs> uh, we need another. We need another Peas album. Yeah. So bad. Um, let's get it started in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, uh, you were saying earlier that uh, you feel like if all the white people just got. Terminated yeah. from Oakville. Things yeah, like absolutely. And I did mention that I've been asked, I think more than once, actually, why I don't wear a turban um, by white mans in Oakville. So definitely uh, would not like to be asked that again. <laughs> to flip the script, what's one positive experience you've had with uh, white mans? Oh, um, so I work at Chapters, which I mentioned last time, right. and old white ladies love me. Really? Like, yeah. I've had some really weird interactions, but like weird in the way of like, so I had this one lady. We saw like these blankets. You guys probably come in and be like, oh, oh I, these blankets. I have like two blankets. <laughs> yeah, we got some nice blankets at Chapters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like cozy yeah. throws. Yeah. Mm. So um, one year they like 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 some like stupid BS. They're like, oh, you got to carry these throws around the store and like display them <laughs> to people, right? <laughs> so like real. I go up to this lady. She must be like ninety years old. She's like like ancient. Um, and she's I'm like, oh, like do you guys need a hand help uh, finding anything? Yada yada yada. Just regular boiler talk conversation. And she's like, oh no no no, right? She's like, but if my husband wasn't like just around the corner. I take you under that blanket anytime. I was just whoa, like, whoa. Yes. Um, so, so maybe uh, the answer to peace in Oakville is just more cozy blankets. <laughs> more cozy blankets. Just everywhere. Um, but yeah, that's probably one of the weirdest customer interactions I've ever had. Did I you get her an email? Yeah. I was just like. <laughs> her AOL, her AOL account. Uh, I got her plumber awards. So this is the next best Ooh. thing, you know. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, that's very flattering. I'm going to go help that customer. <laughs> Real quick to all the young dudes out there. Don't ask a girl for a number. Straight up ask her for an email. She'll be she'll be shook. She'll be like, uh, baby XX Chloe girl 64 at hotmail.com. You'll be like, oh, sick. Yeah. And then, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. Like, CEO. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you I mean, give her that uh, two a.m. email. <laughs> let her know. And under Spice pressure job. too, like if you're when you're if you're typing it out, you could ask him about all the intricacies too. Be like, you know, is that underscore? Is that capitalized? Yeah. But that's isn't yeah. that also room for for miscon like? Couldn't they lie to you at that point? They could just be like, oh yeah, it's uh, you know Vanessa ninety two with the heart at the end. I lie about my email all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever people ask me for my email, like I'm signing up for a form, and I know like I'm gonna get like a million emails from like mm. an organization. When I also want like a free pen or some shit, like oh right. sign this thing. So I just like put a free like I just like one digit I'll change. Ooh. Do you wanna let us know your email on the air right now or? Um, I don't really I don't really do that <laughs> kind of. Thing. I don't really. To me, I give them my brother's email. Oh. <laughs> I've done it like three times already, and I haven't gotten caught yet. And I'm just seeing how long it's like this, like this scam la la lasts for. He's like, "Why am I getting Canadian Tire coupons for? <laughs> Yo, are you, know you signing up for Canadian you know Tire coupons? <laughs> you know what's a really good prank? And I know because someone did this to me is signing someone up for the dictionary.com oh, yeah. word, word of the day oh, because it sends every day at 4 a.m. So at 4, <laughs> 4 a.m. in the morning, you just get an email. And it's like, what the, what the hell is it at 4 a.m.? Um, and the weirdest thing is like, I unsubscribe to it. And like, it, it like so basically to them, unsubscribe means like, okay, I don't, you're not going to send you every day, yeah. but like three times a week, I still get it. So um, eventually like tapered out, but. I would still get it after after I how nice your vocabulary is now, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's exquisite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a bad word. Bad joke. We should um, have a dad joke counter on yeah. this episode. I, I'm really bad with it. <laughs> Jesus Romero. Oh, they have one. Did they have a dad joke yeah, counter? Yeah, there was one episode where they, they counted because uh, Mero, that, like, he, his style of comedy is like low-key dad jokes. Yeah. Mm, and like, there was one episode where they counted the dad jokes. So are you saying oh, that wow. I deserve my own Viceland TV show? <laughs> because yeah, that's, that's, exactly. That's what I got from that conversation. Right there. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, uh, Navik and I were talking. If we ever get a Beats 1 show or if we ever get a Viceland TV show, the name of the show is just going to be called Why Don't We Give Them a, shoe a Show Sooner? That's just going to be just a yeah. good title. It's a good, um, good marketing. Um, Facts. They have that Facts. show, and I haven't seen it. It's called Nirvana the, Nirvana the Band, the show. <laughs> yeah. oh. So it apparently follows this band that's called Nirvana the Band. Oh, shit. Which uh, <laughs> <laughs> is like... Like Loki, very very clever. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I've, I've been meaning to check it out, but the, the show is literally called Nirvana the Nirvana the, the band. The show. The show, eh? Yeah. And do they, are mm. they like a Nirvana cover band? 
No, they just like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, let's make ourselves shit out of the van. Jaw rule covers. Jaw, where's Jaw? Where is Jaw? Where's Jaw? Every episode. It was dedicated, dedicated to Taboo, first of all. <laughs> taboo, come home, we're all. Come we're home. <laughs> Well, I mean by that, get better. That's what I mean. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> the peace. Yeah. Yeah. Where is the love? Yeah. Where is the love, Taboo? Where is the love for Taboo? Taboo Ja Rule. Also, Chris, how would you uh, change your hometown? How would you make it better? Yeah, I think it was really interesting what you said um, with like, the <laughs> amount of white people. No, it's it's weird, but um, that it definitely was like a shaping thing, like you know, something that like shaped just like your your high school, your formative yeah, years. Yeah, and then like my outlook on that too. Um, yeah, I would say that's probably the most noticeable thing from mm. Oakville. Um, other than that, like there's definitely pockets of like rich neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods. Right. So that's like another thing, like the like income inequality or whatever. Right. But um. But yeah, I mean, like, there's not. It's not like we're like warring out there, you know. It's yeah. still peaceful. It's Oakville, so yeah. we don't see too much. Other than the racial uh, side of it, like, you don't yeah. see too much. I I said this multiple times. I I probably said it to my parents a bunch of times. I think I said I mentioned to Chris before. By the way, me and Chris went to the same high school, so we had like pretty much a very similar experience. Mm. But um, like Oakville is probably like if you look at if you take out like the outliers in the world, right? Where like so like Beverly Hills and like Dubai and Singapore, yeah. Oakville is probably one of the best places to live in the world. Really? Yeah, like, like our high school was like ranked in like uh, McLean's magazine as like one of the best high schools in Canada. For really? Yeah. Um, you know, just like really safe neighborhoods. Um, yeah. I mean, like there are a bunch of white people, and that was obviously like a joke. Like I don't, like I love my white man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Oakville, like where the area where we live is is really really nice. And not to be like, oh, fuck your neighborhood. But, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, we just like I think like we've been really privileged and kind of like I mean like you know you live in like a nice neighborhood when like the basketball courts have mesh you know oh my word yeah. like that's in Mississauga true. that's not the thing I went to play ball in their neighborhood and there was mesh I was like this is so weird I haven't seen one of these in like years you know what I'm saying like it's just yeah, yeah. in Scarborough there's just a pole <laughs> there's no backboard there's no net it's <laughs> yeah. I was like I came the next day I was like yo I, I shot and I hit nothing because there's nothing there it was gone somebody stole it yeah. uh, Steel rims, like that's crazy. Yo, I yeah, saw, I what? saw during class. <laughs> we we're in the portable. I saw a guy run. He took it, and we saw it. the doors open. It was summer, and then he took it and left. We saw him go. Yo, we're like, dude, bro, bring it back. We gotta play bring it. The like, back, last recess, we gotta play it. Yo, when I when I lived in Mississauga, um, like someone, so like someone stole our Fisher Price like plastic basketball <laughs> oh net. My God. And I'm like, what the hell, like. Yeah. It's like a piece of garbage. Like, yeah. why would you want this? Like you're stealing from kids. Yeah, yeah like, I didn't understand. Oh, What's wrong? With I don't you? understand this. So, like, we found it, like, just like broken up in like some random like park later. Yeah. Like later that summer, but it was just like, why would you do this? Like, what, what's the purpose of this? Yeah. yeah. But what about you guys? I mean, wh- what would you guys change? Mm, so I have two things actually. Number one thing would be to tint all the windows of every Honda Civic. Only Hondas though. Um, Only Honda Civic, hmm. sorry. What are you saying? Every car. You know what? We'll do a first wave of just <laughs> Honda Civics. Okay, okay. The second wave, as long as you apply, we'll hit your car. <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll slap it the, on. <laughs> we'll give you the... Because uh, yeah. like. honestly, like, I bought my car from uh, a brown man who already had it tinted. Mm. Uh, Shout out to him real quick. Uh, but 
And then I went into some, to some other cars that were untinted. I was like, how do you live like this? How do you drive <laughs> with people yeah. seeing you all the time? Yeah, are you going to let people um, see you when you're texting and driving or yeah. picking your nose, you know? Yeah. Facts all. Yeah. That's real. That's really yeah. real. <laughs> um, second one would be to provide uh, a teaching session where I teach the youth mm. uh, how to get out of car crashes. Mm. Um, all of the ins and outs. What to do if you actually hit the car and how to get out, uh, i.e. an example I'll provide maybe later on of very myself. Sh- very shortly, yeah. yeah. Um, being involved in this situation. <laughs> yeah. um, but I got out. You know, your boy got <laughs> out. No no money paid. This is, this is a perfect perfect segment to uh, – a perfect segue to our, our segment called Soup It Up, sponsored by Campbell's Soup. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. sponsored by Campbell's Soup one of these days. Anyways, uh, I know – just based off of uh, you know a, a certain shoe drop that took place yesterday, there are a couple of people that might have some stories worth sharing in this segment. But in this segment, we just share a story that might have made us salty, might just made us grumpy about something. Um, so Navik, I know you you definitely have one lined up that you want to share. You've been excited to share this one. Yeah, this is actually an anti. <laughs> this is an anti super dub. This is like this should be a super up for the woman I hit. Yeah, hit with my car, yeah. <laughs> not with hands. And she was in a car as well. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. So okay, yeah, yeah. Start, start this one from the top. It was a Friday morning. I want to say 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was driving to school, aka the worst university ever. <laughs> I won't even shout them out. Um, and as I pulled up, I won't even say the intersection because I don't want that woman to pull up on me. She definitely listens. Pulled up to the intersection. I was behind. I was behind uh, a Mercedes. I went to grab something in the back. Uh, for anything, it, I grabbed an inhaler to save my own life because I was coughing severely. And then I let go of the brake for some reason because I was chilling that day. <laughs> and I hit the woman in front of me. I tapped her. I quickly backed up. And I was about to leave the scene. But, you know, what? I decided <laughs> to be a good person and be like, you know what? I'm not going to leave the scene. I'm going to be a nice person, a good Samaritan. <laughs> a good Samaritan. <laughs> and stay, stay at the scene. She comes out of her car. She's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> That's exactly what she said, exact voice. And she comes up to my car, and I'm kind of breathing heavily at that point. And then she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And it clicked in my head. I went back to grade 8 drama. Shout out Miss Blackburn real quick. She taught me how to act, right? So I start coughing, and I go into the bit like I'm about to die. You're committing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I can't speak at this point. She's like, I'm like, uh, uh, uh. she's like, oh my god, can I call your mom? I'm like, uh, I stopped. <laughs> Whoa, stop! Hold on a second. She's like, can I call your mom? Yeah, I don't know. If she thought my mom could save me. <laughs> uh, shout out to my mom. She did give birth to me at 3 a.m. So yeah. all love to my mother. Um, I was supposed to say something else, but I won't say that. Um, and then I was like, I stopped coughing. I was like, nah, please don't do that. <laughs> and then she's like, can I give you directions to the hospital? I was like, oh, yes, please. She gives me the directions. I leave and I go to a Costco for 15 minutes. But at this point, I'm texting my friends. I'm, I'm like, ha ha, got away, hit a white woman with my car, ha, like an ass. And then I was like, no, this isn't the way. This isn't what I should be doing. I should be grateful that I got out of this, right? True. And then the next day, I uh, my insurance policy was renewed. <laughs> Went down by 30 bucks. <laughs> Good things happen to bad people. <laughs> Good things happen when you have asthma and can relive the experience. 
<laughs> on a dime. And real quick, uh, for years, I've actually been entering into raffles for Jordans and whatever mm. with the sole thought of just reselling, yes. you know, because I need the cash. But, you know, I entered into the uh, the Royal Ones. And shout out at ease, you know. I won on the IG raffle because I never think people win there. Likewise, and then I, yeah. I got that and I decided to keep them. And uh, But I, I will sell them for about $6,000. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyone so uh, go <laughs> on to uh, Nivek's Debop. I just heard about it this morning. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. What's it called? What's it called? It's, it it's like grilled, but like yeah. for local people. Oh, for locals only. Really? Okay. Are people on that like that? Yeah. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people use it as like a platform. This is metal. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of people use it to sell like a lot of like vintage goods, like Tommy, Polo, that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. a lot of people also use it for like high end shit as well, like gold shit, that kind of stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, like it's like a it's a grail it's like a grail type of system, but it's a lot more low key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. For so those who, and for those who don't know, would you mind explaining grailed for? Uh, okay, so grailed. I, I should be getting paid for this. Yeah, 100%. you should. This is a plug. Um, so grailed is like a online. Um, would we call it's it? It's like, like a reselling. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So essentially, what they do is they basically they act as a third party between buyers and sellers mm-hmm. who are looking for. Either like rare designer items, like um, designer items that have just sold out, yeah. or just like high fashion goods in general, and they're either for like a uh, a lot or a little. You can get you can get deals yeah. on grilled. You can get like the grail as in like things that are worth like thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just depends on what you're looking for, but it serves like a very 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 functional purpose to like the fashion community yeah, exactly. it's a kijiji for hype beasts 100%. just to kind of just yeah. <laughs> yeah. summarize that except and like meet, except you don't meet up with anybody and get stabbed in the parking lot <laughs> 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 not that happened to me that's my goal actually on kijiji yeah. 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 to stab someone or to get stabbed <laughs> no i'll, I'll uh, depends on the day depends on the day i keep a shiv on me and either way yeah, I'm trying to knife fight in the Costco parking lot tonight. <laughs> Anyone trying to meet up at uh, 1230? I'm trying to get but, stabbed yeah. real quick. <laughs> but on Grilled, you, you, you do see like people selling like H&M t-shirts. Like, yeah, it's crazy. basic section as yeah. well. I'm, I wonder how well that section does, though. Going, yeah. That's like a flannel cool. from H&M. Like, yeah. I feel like shipping's more than the it's flannel. Weird like, no disrespect. Like, <laughs> at work today, I was on Grilled, and like, people are selling items for a dollar. So, like, Whoa. the shipping is going to cost more than the item. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, at what point are you just taking an L? Like, yeah. you're just kind of stupid. Yeah. Chris just trying to change the subject from his soup it up. Yeah, Chris, what? Oh, I was, like, patiently waiting to, for you to say the number when you said 6000 I was like, oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Do you have, like, a payment plan or, like, $10 a month or something? Like, Yeah. Um, yeah, so, basically, uh, I was supposed to get the Royal Ones. Uh, one of my buddies works at Foot Locker. So buddies. I, eh? I had a, well, one of my good buddies, childhood friend, good. Um, had the plug. It was just, actually I shouldn't blast the location, but um, yeah. No, but, you can blast it. We'll burn it down. Don't worry. <laughs> but we'll plug, plug fell through on the day off. Uh, they sold out really quickly, and yeah. then I went online and six hundred. I think five hundred is kind of where it's sitting at. Just oh no, it's actually I seen three fifty, four hundred. US? It's not a big, USD? No, Canadian. Yo, send the link and I'll like, buy it, man. <laughs> the max I was offered was four hundred. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard resale is gonna be that high on this round of breads or what? Or mm. sorry, royals. W- what? Um, actually, we'll talk off the off the pod. <laughs> like, we're trying to find out. Where shoe talk. <laughs> Welcome to shoe talk. I was about to do my first kicks of the day, bro. I've never had Jordans <laughs> and shit, bro. Yeah, you were yeah, you were very true, amped too. leading up to this. I, man, I was watching like YouTube tutorials <laughs> on how to lace up certain Jordans. You're about to. You already ordered the Jason Mark cleaning oh, kit. <laughs> 
Now I gotta use them on bands and shit. That's not even <laughs> worth it. Like, hey, it's always worth it on bands, yo, man. Those are gonna. Chris Omar over here, yo. Kai Omar. Yo, that's such a deep cut. Wow. Who is this? Who's this guy you're referencing? Oh, my brother's like really, or used to be, I guess. He's just like this guy from, I guess, LA. He's like a YouTuber. I know exactly who you're talking but about. But he's like yeah. super into uh, sneakers like sneakers and, and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. like that, Yeezys. That he was on. He was doing the Vine thing for a little bit, right? Uh, was he on Vine for a bit? Like sneakerheads be like whatever that it's is. It's a social yeah. media yeah. thing. Yeah, Once like you're on one. Called, I think it's called Crew Kicks or Crew TV. Crew yeah. TV is the it. vlog. And yeah. I think Crew Kicks is like the main channel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. the guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but anyways, yeah. my reference. Whatever. Who the hell is this guy talking about? I think one of my favorite sneakerhead related Vines that I've ever seen was this guy. And he's just like... He's just walking by like a huge line. You know, everyone's camped out up along the street. He's like, yo, you guys sneakerheads, yo, shout your city, like, shout your block. Everyone's like, yo, yo, 105, yo, bro, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yo, so do you guys have sex with the shoes afterwards? <laughs> and, and everyone's from like, yeah, oh, oh fuck you, man. <laughs> yo, that's, that's, wait, that was a vine? Yeah, it was just the, the funniest vine, man. The uh, fastest, si- brilliant, most brilliant six seconds I've ever seen. R.I.P. Vine real quick. Yeah, vine. Just like, and, and you know, that for me, that was just like, the funniest thing because really put it in perspective i'm like man think about it like these guys out here out overnight some of these people overnight maybe a couple of days even like over really big really big drops some people wait a couple of days and that just like blows my mind is there anything you guys would ever line up for like not just sneakers but like anything ever i wouldn't even line up for sneakers like uh, personally i don't know about you guys in terms of like like in terms of what like, like the hype or like would you would is i line up for like a, like a product that was at a price that was like um, it, like I don't like people line up for the iPhones and stuff when the new iPhones yeah, come out. I think that's that's hype though. Yeah. Mm. So like I don't I don't I don't know I just I uh, anything ever. If this was like the Great Depression, I'd probably line up for bread. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably do that. Like a meal, meal yeah, like a meal ticket. I'd probably line up for that. If that's the only way. Yeah, yeah, I probably yeah just to get my license photo taken, but I don't know. <laughs> besides, besides the necessities, I feel mad like. regular. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yo, at the bank. That's just the, yeah. Bank. I just yeah. I can't think of a single. I can't get your school picture taken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Trying to think. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I can't anything? think of a single thing. I'm just curious yeah. if you guys, if we have any liners hmm. in the in the room, <laughs> but not to resell, just to keep. Just to keep, yeah. yeah I but, might do it for like. Uh, I missed out on the Frank Ocean magazine because uh, boys don't cry. I didn't have the funds at the time. I did get the vinyl, but oh, nice. I thought eighty bucks is too much for a magazine. Oh, it was eighty bucks. Yeah. Jeez, that's wild. But now that the uh, the tax returns kicking around, <laughs> you know, your boy's about to buy Mad Coke and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I might I would go back and get that. A magazine, cause yeah, I wanted to. I thought it was like twenty five bucks though. I don't know, eighty bucks is ridiculous. <laughs> no, yeah, I may have but, a link for you, but it's like a hundred pages. Yeah, it's worth it. I'm oh, for real? It. Yeah, I might grab it. Man, ID is like a hundred pages. Yeah. <laughs> it's like twenty bucks. Yeah, like, is the magazine <laughs> more worth it if it's more pages too? Yeah. Uh, that seems crazy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Because there's a lot yeah. of, like, from what I've saw, I've gone through it once, and there's a lot of, like, original photographies. I'm sure they had to pay people for this. Right? Really? I guess so. But, like, I get 5% off on magazines at Chapters, so if anyone's trying to cop that, uh, yeah. Yeah, shut your, uh, your Chapters real quick, so everyone yeah, come yo, get them. Chapters, if you, y'all need a, a People <laughs> Magazine Spain edition, I got you. You know, got those deep cuts in there. <laughs> dwell. Y'all need dwell. <laughs> I got you. Oh, the last hey. time the last time we were all together, I'm pretty sure someone brought up, someone asked whether Mein Kampf was sold. 
pulled out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, probably not. No, probably yeah. not. Oh, a couple no, yeah, that was... Yeah, the yeah we got we got like yeah I got a little confused between the two <laughs> and they're very <laughs> different books. Um, yeah, but, uh, kind of did you issue yeah, like yeah. a public yeah. apology yeah. about that? Yeah. There's a few chapters in there. So. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't uh, I don't represent chapters officially, yeah, so for sure. uh, please please don't uh, if uh, if Heather Reisman, the CEO of Chapters, is listening to this, please Shout don't uh, please, please don't ask me. Yeah, please don't cut me from the organization. <laughs> go back to work tomorrow. Like she's gonna have a bin in her hand waiting for her. All so quiet for this yeah. man. Yeah. But yeah. you actually bring up a good point. You know, 80 bucks for a magazine. Mm-hmm. It's like spending whatever large amount on, like, a T-shirt or hoodie. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, that if that's made here, you know, and, you know, the quality is genuine, not, mm-hmm. like, in China or something like that, yeah. you kind of rethink it. You're like, maybe, you know, this is worth it. Yeah. And, like, like music, you know, people are, like, Spotify, musicians get, like, I don't know what percentage on Spotify, mm-hmm. super low, right? But they spend, like, months on this and... Yeah, a lot of people are buying and they're still cashing out. But, you know, do you ever think, like, should this be worth more? Should this be, like... Interesting. Uh, when well, you like, s- I'm, 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 like, ripping this... Whoever made this, I'm ripping them off kind of thing. Yeah. When you yeah. say this, what are you referring to? It could be anything. It could be music. It could be uh, Mag- books, magazines, like clothes. Yeah. Product of some so, so it's kind of interesting. We were talking about this. Uh, like, and Emma used to do the same thing. We used to buy a lot of albums, like physical right. CDs. And uh, like a lot of people make the justification that, oh, I'm trying to support my artist. But when mm-hmm. you look at royalties, the way it's all cut up, it's really not a lot. And, and they they make money in other ways. So, yeah, I definitely think like some things, it doesn't make sense. Like the, the valuation, I feel like um, like albums, especially if the money's not even going to the artist, why am I paying for that? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I'd rather yeah. go to like a show and, exactly. and, and actually like support that way. And perhaps it's the same thing will come into effect. It's like how much does how much of a cut does the venue take? Mm. or like the promoters right mm. um i mean obviously if it's like you're doing like a world tour or something you're making cake it's just gonna add up but yeah. you know if you're just a local artist <coughs> get shows every once in a while kind of a different story it's usually the merch i feel like with indie yeah. indie yeah. artists merch is where they see the most profit right because yeah. they're not paying other than like it's usually on gildan and shit if it's yeah, a small company exactly so they can make mad coin off that yeah. Yeah. yeah no that's a very good point yeah i can't really think of anything that would like kind of It'd have to be something like very local, very grassroots. Any like like established organization, I feel like they like just because I don't know. I kind of maybe seen the back end with just like like because I'm a business student, right? So like I kind of know that like they have so much of a margin on a lot of these products um, that it's like I don't even if it's like fifty percent off, it's like you know they're making money on it, and yeah. it's like I don't feel like yeah. So I guess like any kind of grassroots thing or like I guess like a grassroots artist, anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I paid like third almost thirty bucks for a magazine when I was in New York last last year and it was like a grassroots like uh, literature magazine called like Carrier Pigeon. Mm-hmm. Um, like really cool art, really like uh, cool stories. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, like maybe I'll pay 30 bucks for this because going to like a grassroots kind of like small organization. So yeah, like smaller, st- like smaller artists and that kind of thing. But anything that's established, I'm like, nah, like I'm already getting like the margin on that's already so huge yeah. that it's like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm already over. Like, yeah. yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, and like, uh, like w- actually, so I, we we went to we went with we went I went with Ahmed as well to New York some, with some of our other friends and I picked up a magazine as well and I got it for like fifteen bucks and mm. no it was a High Snobiety magazine. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and nice. if you seen those, those are mad thick. Like yeah. they're not like flimsy magazines. They're not like magazines that you have in your in your washroom. Like yeah. you know, they're like they're. You don't you don't keep High Snobiety in your washroom? No, I don't. 
Right. I use it as toilet paper. <laughs> the disrespect to the culture. Number Shut two. Out, 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 out. Honestly, honestly I just saw the joke. Nothing Number against two. high stuff. <laughs> 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 nothing against high stuff. I just saw the joke there. So, <laughs> natural comedian over yeah. here. Man. But yeah, like it, that was like fifteen bucks. I mean, granted, fifteen USD. But like, it's in my opinion, that's worth a lot more. Like, it's mm. like a, it's like a thick thing. Right? Yeah, like man. it's definitely. Pause. Yeah, hell of a pause. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no. Like to answer your question, like when I bought that, I was like, yo, this is so weird. Like it's. For something of so much substance that's so substantial, like for fifteen dollars, I feel like I'm kind of getting like a too good of a deal good, on this. Yeah. Like it's kind of suspect, yeah. you know what I mean? But did you did you take into consideration that exchange rate? Because it's probably fifteen USD, yeah, right? So it's probably gonna be like maybe like twenty three bucks Canadian. Even it's that, very specific, like, man. Well done. Like whatever it is, like <laughs> low twenties. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, but still, even if it for thirty dollars Canadian, that it still seems like a pretty good deal to me. Yeah. No, I think uh, uh, just speaking of what you're kind of saying, you know, grassroots or, or local organizations or local businesses or whatever um, is a kind of decent segue into something we've wanted to talk about on the show, being committee members and, and some of the work that Venkat's done with them, for sure. Um, so, yeah, if, if you'd be comfortable talking about it, oh, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, what committee members is and, and what you... This? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, take the mic from <laughs> How long we're rambling about this nonsense? Yeah, for sure. And um, uh, and also talk about, you know, <laughs> your, your role in, uh, you know, in the, the company or, or in the in the brand. Um, so, okay, so uh, committee is a small brand. We're based in Mississauga. Right. Our whole thing is, um, also, I need to be very careful because, like, my boys, Harmon and Bubba, are going to listen to this. They are. Eh? Yeah, for sure. They're already, they're Hi. Already, yeah, hello, my people. Hello, my people. Um, um, we were holding them hostage. 100%. But, like, they're going to be like, yo, you you pleb, you you, you butchered it. Yo, Anyways. we'll tell you we'll tell you guys right now, besides you two, if you're listening, there's probably only about... 45 other people listening and then Ahmad just pits repeat like 200 <laughs> times that's how we get our view counts up spoilers all my so cousins back home no shame yeah Buntu yeah, Bantu. yeah. yeah. Bantu. shut up Buntu yeah yo shut up Buntu yo <laughs> but uh but yeah by all means you know okay. speak your speak your truth so uh yeah so committee is a, s- a small brand from Mississauga our whole thing is like exploring identity and culture um, we make local garments that are all made in either Toronto or so we're Toronto, British Columbia. Um, yeah, for the most part, it's like ve- it's either local or still Canadian. Cool. A lot of it, we're, we take a lot of pride in making things fairly, paying fair wages and just like Absolutely. everything's kind of full circle because a lot we're a South Asian brand. Well, not a South Asian, but we're a brand that relies on South Asian references um, very frequently and it's full circle because a lot of the pe- garments are being made by South Asian people. So when we support these like organizations who are m- manufacturing these yeah. things, it's like us like giving money to other South Asian people, right? Yeah. So it made sense. Um, also like we're, the people who run the brand are all super, super into like streetwear and fashion. Mm-hmm. So we all like enjoy high quality arm, uh, garments. So that's yeah, also true. part of the reason why we wanted and advocated for Made in Canada. Um, but in general, like we just, it's about the intersection between streetwear, being South Asian, 90s references, being um, uh, young people from the current culture. Like it's a, a lot of different things here and there. And then it just, yeah, so that's just what it is. It's like sportswear, streetwear. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really know how else to explain it. But For in sure. general, uh, yeah, we're small, we're prospering, things are, things are doing okay. And yeah, we're out yeah. here doing it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> cool man. I uh no, I mean uh 
I, from what I understand or for what you've kind of shared with me too, this is something that is, you know, you've gotten more, more involved or more committed to in the, in the past year or so, mm-hmm. um, while the, the brand has existed prior to that as well. It was yeah. something that you kind of joined on, not necessarily late, um, but it was something that you had heard about and kind of decided to kind of go after. Yeah. So that's like a, an interesting story actually. So, um, the guy who found a committee, uh, and I tell the story a lot. Like I probably shouldn't, just because it's mad embarrassing or whatever. But <laughs> no, um, the guy who started committee, Harmon Sembi, along with his brother Babu, who are two good friends of mine. Harmon has a blog called Six Green Apples. Mm-hmm. Six Green Apples uh, is a lifestyle blog, I guess you can say, sure. that takes a lot of references. Uh, that has like streetwear references. He posts a lot of like things that, are, that have to do with South Asian people and culture, but also things that have to do with it's just like uh, the subculture in general. Yeah. Um, he also takes anonymous like questions for dating and stuff, right? <laughs> so it's like a really weird mishmash, right? Like on, on one hand, you'll have like really weirdly inappropriate questions asked. And on the other hand, there's like a lot of like, insightful talk. We have a podcast. Yeah. I'm on that podcast. Yeah, Check Six Green Apples podcast. Um, but yeah, so I randomly hit him up. He's like, yo, send me a bunch of your references and like things that you like. We yeah. sat down, chatted. He's like, yo, come intern for me. I interned for like, I want to say like a year and a bit interning was like low-key trash like, i mean like like it is anywhere yeah um slowly by slowly i started working more closely with the brand earning my spot at the table and now like what i do is essentially like brand as like a brand stylist and art director we work on operations and a lot of like the lookbook stuff so okay. now it's essentially me bu- me bubble and Harmon who are running a lot of things and we have our guy rajby who does back end and our guy Dula who does photography unreal yeah so that's just that's just been a long grind but like yeah. a rewarding grind nonetheless yeah um I guess the the one kind of something that I, I've thought about quite a bit, certainly, you know, yeah, primarily because it's something that I've never dove this kind of deep into, you know, someone who's still kind of in school, um, you know, I think it's fair to say everyone in this room is kind of has a creative endeavor that they're, that they want to kind of pursue and kind of push forward. Um, you know, being in this room with people who are, you know, putting, I mean, you included are putting out a product and are, you know, you're, you're putting it out there for people to purchase or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find it kind of frightening or daunting to kind of be in a stage where it's like, okay, we're going to work super hard to, to make something pop, but like we have to release it at one point and we have to kind of keep this money kind of coming in. Right. hundred um, percent. Yeah. I mean, is that, uh, is that something you find exciting? Is that something you find kind of like nerve wracking, a culmination of the two? Mm-hmm. So um, it's like funny that you asked that, right? Because I feel like that's like a, this like, emotional dilemma that a lot of creative people go into mm. like we've had this conversation multiple times like do you do it for the coin or do you do it for like the mm. personal satisfaction of creating things that you consider art right yeah um like a couple of years ago like my answer would probably be different uh like a couple of years ago like we were just like us like we we're shooting editorials and just doing like really fun things just mm. like just to do it right just like as portfolio builders and just like having things in our back pocket to say that we did it Practice just, like, craft, it's, like, right? exactly right and for that it was purely out of function like we wanted to do we wanted to just like try our hand just like mm. throw ourselves in the water see what happens is also out of self-expression right like see how creative we can be what stories we can tell what ideas we can share um back then it was just always about like we're doing it for ourselves but when you start working with a business then you like you have expenses to pay right sure. like not everybody can like you, like how long can you sustain this idea if there's no money coming in and out you exactly know what I mean? yeah um but to answer your question it's it's definitely it's exciting and super scary like we committee <laughs> drops like every three weeks and like the night before i'm shook like committee keeps me up at night all the time yeah. just because when you run a business like 
like clothing brands live and die every single day. Yep. Like everybody and their uncle owns like a clothing brand, right? <laughs> so to True. be a clothing brand and a successful clothing brand at that is a really hard thing to do because you not only have to have like a strong product and you need to have um, exposure and marketing and like you have to have good like art direction and delivery. Like there's so many different variables and factors that go into it. When you're spending all of this time and you're and you like don't know if it's going to be return mm. it's so scary right because then like you think about like opportunity costs you think about like am i in the right place like is like fashion for me like you start to like question yourself as a creative right. person yeah yeah but yeah and just, like in some like it's definitely scary but it's rewarding because the night before like i'll be so shook i'll be sweating at the office at 2 a.m figuring like oh, this is gonna sell this is gonna sell Damn. it'll go on sale at like 11 a.m and then we'll have mad orders right and i'm like man thank god people still believe in us right. you know what i mean like it's 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 the most the the most gratifying thing is to know that there's still people who believe in what we do right mm. um like it's scary to know that we were putting money into this product and like by hope somebody really cares enough to buy it because like buying product is an interesting thing like it's not like a it's not like a thing that where people owe you anything like people are spending their hard-earned coin on something that you've made like that like the psychology of that is so complicated yeah. like mm -hmm they're going out and working for something that you've created. They don't have to do anything, you know? Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're hoping that people care for the stories that we're telling and they are from what we've seen. Um, but it's just, it's a crazy feeling to know that people are still watching, uh, watching the product that comes out and the stories that we're telling. It's like a really rewarding, satisfying thing. And like shout out to y'all because I know y'all have been supporting since the jump and that's for how sure. I even know who you guys are because we pay attention, <laughs> oh, right, to the people who buy. Right. Um, like we know who like a lot of like the the continuous and like um, returning customers yeah, are yeah, like yeah. we've always been like yo these are people who always show love we need to make sure that we take care of them as long as we can because they believe in us like mm -hmm. they give us reason to operate you know what i mean mm -hmm. so when we know that people are still watching and paying attention like it it makes it all um worth it in the end yeah, yeah. fulfilling yeah. if anything yeah. yeah just to make a comment on that like i mean i think Nove could probably speak to this too just because we're actually in the same program at the unspeakable school but um <laughs> We, we both study entrepreneurship and one of the things that kind of like drill into you is that like after a certain po after a certain point it doesn't become about like um like money or it doesn't become about um sort of uh, like the functional things about it but it's like it becomes about, like oh am i crazy like am, is my idea like just like suitable for me am i the only one that thinks this is a good idea because no one's like picking it up or it hasn't reached like a mass level of kind of importance or like kind of uh um, it hasn't like, I guess, blown up, but uh, for a lot of businesses, that's kind of like a, like a business owners, I guess, or entrepreneurs that becomes like a real struggle of being mm -hmm. like, okay, like, am I, like I, am, I'm just, am I crazy that this is, you know, is this just a bad idea that I think is good? Right. Yeah. Um, and I, like that psychological struggle is kind of something to try to try to prepare you for. It's crazy because like at like a certain, at a certain point in that transaction between like the buyer and the seller you have no power in the, in the situation. Like mm -hmm. you just put out the product yeah. and you're hoping somebody picks it up. That's right. You can't do any real coercion into them like purchasing. You just got to hope that they believe in the That's idea right. that you're sharing and they put down their, they put down their credit card information. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's mm -hmm. just, it's a really weird thing to really think about, <laughs> yeah. but it's a scary yeah. thing. But I mean, in general, it's part of the process. You of know? course. Yeah. Uh, so something that we, uh, I always, I bring up on the show a lot. I bring up this reference a lot is, uh, kind of um <clears throat> what you're kind of saying about you know someone working making their money and you know actively choosing to to put it towards a product um especially for a brand like committee members where so much of the influence whether in design or or just kind of influence is, is coming from these south asian themes you know nuances whatever it is um is this like yeah sense of kind of like belonging or, or not necessarily belonging but something kind of um 
being your own. I don't know how to word that very well, but the, the example that I always come back to is the kind of, you know, feeling that I remember t- took over my high school when I was like, yeah, 15, when Take Care came out. Yeah. And just that feeling that took over like everyone when like, you know, you heard headlines like everywhere and like you heard yeah you, you know all these numbers are kind of going up and then like this album drops and you're like man all of these songs are so good all these features are so good and like this guy's from toronto yeah um and then he wins the rap album of the year and you're like yeah. oh my gosh like this guy's from toronto and like he's on the main stage kind of deal right there's like yeah. there's there's like a, a secondhand fulfillment it's like yeah. we're not drake yeah, like, we're not a part of that team whatsoever but the but. fact that he's kind of coming from here you know yeah kind of adds this like you know yeah you know a positive sensation which i think is the same thing that kind of comes from committee members for a, for a lot of south yeah. asian people right yeah like we'll get um like i was chatting in with them in the car earlier today like we'll get dms and like people will uh like just like tell us like i i enjoyed the product that you're putting out not only because of what it is but because of like the ideas like mm. of, like the references of being south asian like it resonates with people um and that's like such a, like, an amazing thing right yeah. like for a lot of other streetwear brands, you can put out the most like generic designs or That's just right. like tell the most like um, derivative story over and over again. And like some people will buy, some people won't. Like, it was cool. It's not like it can go either way. But like with committee, like they're they're part of the reason why I value what we do so much is because it's such a genuine thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the thing, there's no there's no fluff. Like a lot of it is like very deep seated. There's like roots to a lot of the stories that are being told. Like everything has a purpose. You know what I yep. mean? Like, like the word to your sticker here. Like you have like a peacock sticker on your laptop, right? Like I didn't understand why peacocks were so important to committee when I came on, and um, they explained to me like w- how it's like a recurring image that had that pops up all over South Asian culture. Yeah, like man. being Sri Lankan, like you guys mm-hmm. can testify how like common a peacock is right like i'm sure somewhere in this house there's some sort of imagery of a peacock oh definitely like in my house there's probably an imagery there's imagery of a peacock like Mm. it's not even a religious thing it's like a cultural icon you know what i mean um so like these type of like recurring references are important in like punjabi culture a lot of people get like peacock tattoos like it's just like it's like a weird thing that pops up all over the place so everything is just like bits and pieces are taken from really um genuine stories yeah and then we'll put it on a shirt some people understand some people won't yeah. but it's really for the people who really understand of course you know what I mean like the people who get the references understand how deep the references really are but for other people they may just be enjoying it on the service level because mm-hmm. it looks cool because like i do like there's there's shirts that i have that are from committee that i don't understand at all but they just look cool to me just because I'm like a fashion kid, right? But for other people, they understand like where that reference came from. Yeah. To them, it means something different, you know? No, massive. Have sure. you ever had that moment where you put out a piece of clothing and then you feel like, oh, I could have kind of switched that up, put that symbol over here, kind of designed it a little differently mm. and kind of felt that even though it may have done, it may have sold out in like five minutes. Yeah. But then you still feel like oh, I could have switched that up a bit. Um, okay, so just like where to design, uh, Babu is the only one who designs for committee, right? Like everybody at committee does everything except for design, right? Mm. Babu is the golden child. Like I will continue to always sing his praises. Like that's my guy through and through. But like even outside of that, like the one of the most talented people I've ever met, he designs everything for committee. Like all of like the logos, all of like the um, the graphics for sure. It's like that's all Babu's doing. And uh, like just the words to your question, like like doing things different. Like I feel like that's like a thing for a lot of brands, right? Like you can always be better. Mm. Um, in my personal opinion, like there's nothing that I can think of at the top of my head where I was like, ah, I could have done this differently just because one, I can't, like I'm not physically able to do what Babu does. Like he's like superhuman. 
Um, but in general, as far as graphic goes, I don't think so. But if you ask him, I'm sure he would probably tell you differently. Like every, all creatives have like fucking creatives remorse, right? Like yeah. everybody goes through that yeah, cycle. Yeah. But I'm sure he'll probably have something different to say. But yeah, he's he's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, well, just going back to uh, six green apples, which is what for a lot of us was kind of the introduction to a lot of these creatives here. Um, Nivek frequented the uh, the Ask Me Anything section. Did you? Oh, I actually did a few times. <laughs> so this is funny. This is funny. And he's yeah. still he's got the questions that he asked. Oh, let's hear. Him. Yeah, let's hear. So uh, no, they're not that like wild. Like the, like just to preface. To, just to preface. So I'll uh, so Harmon will show me the six green apples ask questions. And I've seen some wild shit, right? <laughs> oh okay. yeah, some like wild. We can talk about what this about it like off air or whatever. But can um, we uh can we get Nivek to ask the questions out loud and maybe we answer yeah let's yeah do that. yeah let's, let's do, do it yeah oh they're not like and then we can hear Harmon's answer. Yeah. Yeah. they're actually look, these are from <laughs> no no they're from 2013 <laughs> Wait, how do you have them saved you screenshot them? no no, no. it's no, on no, tumblr so tumblr like well basically we'll you can go through your like posts? you can go through like whatever questions you've asked on tumblr oh, so these actually i messaged him i didn't like anonymously oh. asked yeah yeah i put his name something to his blog yo i got a bladder problem man i was actually my old tumblr uh thugs enjoying rugs Shout out to me. <laughs> shout, uh, shout out, yes. Shout out to <laughs> Tamil Tyrese yeah. right now. Oh yeah, real, real quick. So the first one. So this is obviously 2013 because I said, "Are you excited for Doris, Earl's first uh, debut album?" That's right. And he said, uh, in caps, "Yo, real talk. That dude don't excite me one bit. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's hard. Yeah, I think too. he's so hard. Yeah. Last album, ooh, I, I think he's gonna come up with." Uh, some real fire on the next one too. Uh, next question. Oh man, I feel so lame for asking this one. <laughs> no, but no. hey, put it out there, man. I'm. T- <laughs> this is actually, I think this is 2012. I'm trying to pick up photography as a hobby for when I have a break between classes downtown, but I'm struggling to find a relatively inexpensive camera that captures motion. What would you suggest? He said, uh, learn how to use your camera in manual settings. High shutter speeds and shallow depths will do wonders. Which is true. Yeah. That was actually that was actually decent advice. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you look at six green apples right now, <laughs> there are uh read read the yeah, read so the read one the, yeah, read it please. This one's a bit long, but I'll try to summarize it. For yeah, for anyone who's listening, go uh, go to sixgreenapples.com and take a look Shout at it. Shout out Harvey one time. These are hilarious. I'll read this one out. <laughs> Met a girl within three weeks. She said she loved me. She told me oh, she told her mom about me, asked me to marry her. And wanted my kids. Oh wow! I would. Yeah, like, yeah. Nivek's really putting me on blast here, man. Like, yeah. I, thought, <laughs> I, thought that, I thought no one would realize that I asked that question. But. Yo, pretty. <laughs> it's always pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah, what's the dad joke count, by the way? I mean, that's, that must bring it up to like probably fifteen or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's continue, a lie, but continue, continue. <laughs> I support it. I would go over to her house to comfort her. Oh wow! I would. I gave her a small <laughs> gift resembling of how we met. Yeah, a it was week later, like a Michael Kors, <laughs> one of those Pandora bracelets. Yeah, yeah. With his initials. A week later, she said she doesn't have feelings for me no more. <laughs> no more. Turns out, no more. turns out she said that she still has feelings for a person that she met when she was at her lowest point. She only met that person one time and talked to him for a month. They never dated. Uh, me and her did. How do I move on? And Harmon responded <laughs> with a meme of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Faking a laugh, <laughs> then actually committing to the laugh. <laughs> uh, so that's a solid response. 
Yo, uh, I find I find uh, I find sometimes he's like just brutally just like blunt and be like, "Oh, you're an idiot," or something like that, or like, "Go get a life." And other times he'd be like, "Yo, here's my email. Yeah. Like, uh, let me help you out." So it's like very polarizing sometimes. I find. Yeah, with those with those questions, like, or especially more importantly, with those answers with Harmon, it's always like a mixed bag of nuts. Like you never know what you're gonna get ever. Like he can a hundred he'll. 25% of the time tell you some like nonsense mm. 25% of the time is banging on you give you some like really hard hitting <laughs> truth and another 50% of the time not even respond to your question like I've been through like the six screen apples like the tumblr and I understand why he will give people like the, like, the half baked like asshole response because a lot of people ask the same question and they're just too re- too lazy to read through the tumblr right because it's been asked a million times like there's so many questions of like how, how do I get over my ex or like um, I don't know, like, so, like the like the uh, beefs with dating being South Asian, like a lot of like derivatives on the same theme. So like I can understand why people get tired of answering the same question over and over again, but it's entertaining nonetheless. Just just to see him roast people, it's yeah. I yeah. find it entertaining at least. Yeah. Certainly, man. Can you give us some examples of some wild ones that you read? Uh, I can't do that. I'll tell you off off air. But if if I uh, if I spoke on those matters, I may have to um, flee the country. You or might something. get some lashes. Yeah. Really? I mean, no names, yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, it's anonymous. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, people go crazy when they're anonymous. Man. Oh like, yeah, it's like a, like like a it's like a <laughs> false on, sense of. <laughs> yeah, go on. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. We uh we started using this platform called Curious Cat. If you hit up Curious Cat dot me slash high top flip flops you can ask us questions we're uh we're mainly good at ask answering questions about uh what are we good at answering questions about (laughs) (laughs) what do we already answer uh we've answered we've answered a couple the first one that we answered was uh what's the best kind of cheese what do you guys think the best kind of cheese is string Got him. <laughs> Straight up Havarti, man. Havarti. Yeah. I read Havarti. <laughs> you don't know your cheeses, eh, Chris? I think I said provolone uh, just because I was listening to that ASAP Ant song, Finances, and the hook oh, said yeah. provolone. <laughs> so shout out to him. Provolone's a good cheese, man. Chris about to say Kraft Singles or something. So we got a few on here that I figured we could, uh, we could ask and uh, maybe share. Uh, first one is, what is your opinion on low top flip flops, aka just regular flip flops? <laughs> Fuck them. What do you guys What do you guys think about regular flip flops? Yeah, so Bata slippers. Bata, yo, I, we I, pair, those, those are the ones that drop, right? <laughs> <laughs> yo, Bata sixes, bro. Um, uh, I have no opinion of low top flip flops. I don't wear them. You guys talking about chuckles, right? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure we're all on the same page, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. They're fire, man. Yeah, chunkless. That's like a Spanish chunkles. Chunk- chunkleta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. So I got another question. He says, this is a question for Krish. Are you still working on your Meek Mill Drake erotica novel, a.k.a. the love story that shattered and rebuilt a generation? Question is, I am still working on this. I could. Should I just share? Yeah, I yeah share the premise? absolutely. Okay. Maybe I'll just. Maybe it'll just be like a, a like an audio book. Mm. Yeah. Starting right now. Yeah. So uh, right now, so yeah. here's I. This is a, a genuine theory that I would uh, I'd like to mastercraft. Sure. Maybe if you guys would help me do some more investigation, yeah. I think we could make yeah. a, a HBO documentary about this. Absolutely. Um. So my theory is that Meek Mill and Drake, uh, mastercrafted this whole beef so okay. that the hip hop world and the rest of the world would would never rationalize or would would never come to the conclusion 
that that they're lovers, that they're lovers, that they're oh, loving each other. Oh, yeah. That's a so good the whole thing is like this huge master plan. So Nicki Minaj is just like, you know, the female friend of the two She's of them. She's a beard, like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she's like, yo, it's cool. Like, yeah. you know, I'll hop on with him. It's no big yeah. deal. And then obviously, you know, you just do this back and forth thing. It's like, come on. I mean, think about how petty the reason for all this this stuff was. It's like, oh, he didn't. He didn't yeah. shout me out on Twitter. He didn't, you know, mm. repost my album or whatever. Yeah. And he says the ghostwriting thing. It's like, ooh, that was yeah. that was a little deep. A little petty yeah. too. Yeah. A little petty as well. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's like a that's like a very, what I think is like a a very kind of like standard kind of like rapper to rapper shot. It's like, yeah. you don't write your own bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You could pretty much say that to every other rapper. Yeah. So, you know, just because Drake. But you know, right now they're just like you know they post pictures of you know J Lo Meek single again. Yeah. And you know we haven't heard anything about this beef nonsense in a little bit. So yeah. My love story was just going to be you know like the buildup is just like everything pre back to back. Yeah, I um, think it would make sense. Yeah, it was gonna it was gonna end with just like. Drake, like, you know, texting yeah. and just be like, I'm going to name the song back to back. It's like a single tear rolls down yeah. his face. I Get Lonely too is actually about Meek Mill. I don't know if you guys, <laughs> oh, I don't know if you guys know that, but it actually, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, shout out Meek Mill. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> Meek Mill ghost wrote a song for Drake. Now, that would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah probably Marvin's movie. He wrote Marvin's movie. Wow. Yeah, I was about to say, I haven't heard any Drake songs with him yelling. So yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably yeah no yeah. that's a good point so that's that's my answer to that question i uh I, d- I got a few other questions that weren't uh that weren't on the uh the chat but just sent in from a friend of mine uh they said uh what do you do when you meet someone you know you're interested in but each of you are already in a relationship oh interesting question mm-hmm. yeah how you guys feel about that easy you both break up with the people you're with and you get together okay Next, uh, next yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's uh, we're gonna, that's solution one. Solution I'm sure one. there are other things. I mean, what else can you do? I don't know. I think, think it's about like, it. You said like in this situation, both of you know that you like it. Like it's known, or is it just like, oh, I like this person and not the person. Like yeah, it's it's like mutual. My question is like, what does you? What do you mean by like? Is it like a like we're like we're actually into each other? Or is this just like a oh, ah, yeah, I have a slight crush on this person? Yeah. Like how how casual slash serious? Am I the am I the the like the do I get to am I the dungeon the dungeon master and Dungeons yeah, and Dragons yeah, right yeah, now? Do I get yeah. to choose this? Okay, yeah, I'd absolutely. say I'll say it's like y'all are deep. So yeah. y'all y'all like know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is y'all having this is not like a casual like we we hung out one time. This is like uh this is like a like a Usher Alicia Keys my boo type shit. Oh, like okay, do okay. you remember when? And yeah, now you're yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's just it really depends on what like what's the strength of the relationship you're in right now. Like if you're meant to be with someone, I think like you should do what you need to do to be with that person. So it's like if you're in a relationship that means nothing, then yeah, break up with that person and be with this person. Uh, I guess it's kind of tricky because then they have to be on the exact same page. It's like, mm. oh, I'm going to break up with whoever. But yeah, it's, it's like what if one of you doesn't the other yeah, one does? Like, I guess it's, yeah. I was just playing. Yeah. No, I was yeah. just playing. <laughs> I didn't think you'd actually you. do it. Yeah, this is a real like Rachel and Ross situation here. I don't know. I don't know. What to <laughs> say. Oh, you know what? I feel like if if you're into that other person, if you're both into each other, that means you're not into your partners that yeah. much anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's so. that's a simple. So now the thing is, it becomes multi-layered, right? Because this question Ooh. lends itself to the question of can you love more than one person at once? Polygamy. That's polygamy. That's the deep files of things. No wait, wait. That's the p word. No, just okay. So I mean, excuse my ignorance. Does polygamy mean? You're 
with more than one person or you're in love with more than one person? It literally means you're married to, married to more than one person. Oh, not, not married. I don't it's, think it's, it's just yeah. like even... Relationship, but it's like known. It's like in the open. It's not like, oh, I'm having an affair. So you're in a relationship with more than one person at, yeah. at its like most open level, yeah. right? Okay, so then, so that's fine, man. So you don't have to necessarily be in a relationship with the other person, but like, can you... Where was I going with this? I can't even remember. Are you um, in a polygamous relationship right now? <laughs> I might be. The other person just doesn't know yet. I'm about to get no tings off this podcast. I just aired myself yeah. out. What's the demographics like yeah. on this podcast? Some mad dudes. That's a good question. What are our demographics like? Mm, we got some. My sister, my mom, <laughs> you three. Okay. Uh, sometimes. Me, me 300 times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 300 times. Um, that's a, probably I, about it. I think our mutual relatives. Oh, yeah. Our mutual mm-hmm. relatives. Yeah, the mm-hmm. one Some of them. That, like, connects the families, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Nivek and I still don't know how we're related. <laughs> so here's no. the thing, right? I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I genuinely envy people who have, like, relatives who they genuinely bang with. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, Here we go, yeah. My cousins are such herbs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, shout out to them, and I love them. Like, they're blood to me, but they are such plebs. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. every time I see my cousin, we'll have, like, family gatherings. Like, everybody will hang out at, like, my aunt's condo or, like, my house for, like, a birthday. The boy will ask me the same question every day. Like, every time. Like, so have you seen any new movies? And sometimes he'll repeat the question multiple times during the day. How do you forget, like, a conversation you had, like, 20 minutes ago? That's happened to me a few times where it's just like, what the hell? Like, yeah. How do, you, how do you not remember that we had this quite, like, this conver- exact conversation 20 minutes? It's like a huge pet peeve. This is my, this is my super up moment. Yeah, please, please, please. I, I just, I hate that. Or it's just like, or, like, I'll have the same conversation where it'll be like, uh, I used to have really long hair, and I'd meet people and be like, "Oh, you cut your hair?" I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Yes, and then, I like, cut my hair. Two, like, and then like two weeks later, I'd see them like, "Oh man, you cut your hair?" I'm like, "Yes, you like we saw each other like two, <laughs> two weeks, weeks ago." Two weeks ago, bro. Uh, and then my hair was cut, but um, yeah, no, it's just a, a very annoying. I hate that. Do you ever call like, him out? Do you ever? Do you ever no, say like? No, I can because he's like younger than me, and he's also like low key, not even low key, high key, like like socially inept a little mm. bit. Like he's not very like um aware. Gotcha, you know yeah, what gotcha, I'm saying? Yeah. And like, he's like, yo. Kudos to him. He's one of like our super intelligent human being. Like, he's gonna go into like aerospace um, science. Like he wants to work for Damn. NASA. Like mm. he's just wow. he's a gifted kid, right? Yeah. Like shout out to him. But he's just like not gifted in the sense of like being social, right? Yeah. Mm. And like it's cool. I'll allow it because like I'm the older cousin. You know what I'm saying? But like it's just it's too much. It's too yeah. much. You know? Yeah. Like at, like at a certain point, I'll avoid even talking to him because I know I'm about to have this question. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, just like at, at my age, like I'm I'd much rather have a conversation with my uncles right. than my mm. cousin. Like he's not much younger than me. He's like maybe like 20, 21. Okay. Wow. But although there's still like although there's the small age gap. It's like I'm 30 and he's 12. Like, it's just, we have so little in common. Yeah. Like, I'd rather talk to my uncles about their, like, high cholesterol. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I get much more of a kick out of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You see Fast 8 or some bullshit? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Not again. Yeah. Yes, we are. It's yeah. trash. All of them are bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we, talk, we talked about this last, we literally had this exact yeah. conversation last yeah. night. It's not a lot. Yeah, someone doesn't listen to the podcast. But. Too many. You guys, I'm a super fan. Long time fan. Right. But, uh. <laughs> long time. <laughs> Uh, I guess to kind of go like just to comment on that like I I used to be super close to my cousins because we all kind of lived 
um at one point it was like five of us living in the same house like when we were a lot like really young um and it was just like super fun because it was just like having a bunch of siblings that just like you saw every day and it was like you, you know like when you're a kid it's like the more young people around you the more fun it is like, right. the more fun hide and go seek is the more oh, fun yeah. playing like n64 is mm -hmm. um and then like it's just like you grow apart like it's like yeah yeah if anyone's out there trying to play hide and go seek you know yeah 1245 of the costco lot after i get stabbed we'll play hide and go seek uh, <laughs> you know, I just, yeah. <laughs> um but i'm gonna die for this game <laughs> but uh no yeah it's just like it's uh, people's interests change people's career paths change um yeah like people become you know, like plebs, yeah, plebs, yeah, like on, yeah. people, like yeah, people, like like get like bad habits, and you're like, wow, like your life's really different than mine. So like, I can't really relate to you on that level, but like they're family, and like you love them, and kind of gotta yeah, sort of get past that. Yeah, blood is a strange thing. It's like sometimes that is the so that's the only thing that's you know binding you two together. It's like oh, I'm gonna see you yeah. once every three months, exclusively yeah. due to the fact that you know you came out of someone that was. We'll came out of someone <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah in simplest terms i suppose <laughs> yeah so yeah y'all not just for the record so are y'all like actual cousins i don't oh, know yeah. no it's legit <laughs> it's legit <laughs> actually uh, please explain this to me yeah you guys have to both agree this is yeah. so, <laughs> uh, so by the way this is a weird tangent for that like i like you you like me you were in a relationship <laughs> <Yeah>. question <laughs> <laughs> this is weird we got to get a whole new fan base guys. yes <laughs> well yeah well, <laughs> Let's get, okay. Let's get John and eight plus eight or whatever. John and eight plus eight. All them weirdos. Uh, I I see his hit by his. I mean, uh, Chris's mom and dad at every party. Yeah. That's yeah, it. What if it, what if that's just like a family friend thing though? Yeah. What if it's just like oh you know we had a lot of drinks together back in the days. We came to Canada at the same time. You know we flocked together. No, I think um I think we're related. Is it your mom? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, let me answer this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but you know what? Next episode, tune in to episode 19 to find out how Navik and I are related, or or it could just it could just be a straight up like, yo, Navik, we're not related. <laughs> then this is just yeah, hogwash. Shout out, yeah, yeah. Shout out ancestry dot com. Yeah. You know, yeah, sponsor this episode. Shout out to Mori. Shout out to Mori real quick because I've never seen. A man happier than when he's told <laughs> that he's not the father. <laughs> That's the happiest I've ever seen guys in in their lives. Yeah, like, jeez. It's true, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because like, it's funny because I feel like like. That's like the exact opposite reaction you're supposed to have when you're like, oh, I'm about to have a kid, you know? So it's, I mean, I, I guess they should be featuring on, I guess, what people, how should people react. But no, it's definitely like no one's ever been that happy. How staged is Mari? Let's be real, guys. How staged is Mari? On a scale of one to ten. How often have you sat there and been like, mm, this might not be real? You're blowing my mind right now. I thought it was for sure real. Like, I didn't even... <laughs> okay, like, what about what about the episode where it's like this woman comes on and she's like, she's a, you know, a phobia to, like, mustard. Yes. And, like, Mari rolls out, like, a big-ass <laughs> bowl of mustard. <laughs> and this woman's just, like, <laughs> crying, just, like, screaming, just like, make it stop! No, like, well, to be fair, that is real. I have the same thing, have the same thing. <laughs> of mustard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a dad joke. Drop yeah, a bomb. Drop yeah. a flex bomb. Every yeah. Time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, flex bomb's super necessary. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I never really watched. My parents were like really strict about what I could watch. Yeah. Mm. So I used to watch. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Anything with like kind of 
any kind of adultery or like Violence, any kind of crude language. What? Any kind of any kind of like any kind of like well, anything well, related to sex? My parents were like, nope. I can watch The Simpsons, Family Guy, none of that. Really? You can watch right. Simpsons? No. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Ahmed, you My parents did not sex ever in your life. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> prophetic, prophetic. Yeah. No? Nostradamus. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were formed by, you know, Jedi Force energy, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. none of that, that wasn't real. Did your did your parents supervise? My parents didn't care at all. Like. Not at I all. did a little bit. They were yeah. like, you can see like part that side of the world, but not too much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. um, also, what was the. Okay. I remember the first time I saw. Uh, breasts, if we're gonna be politically correct, yeah, on man. television, like with my dad, like it was that. That was a weird experience. Like wow. I was watching a movie with him, and like I would expect it, because like you know you see on TV like the white family, oh Billy, close your eyes. Like my dad, was like hell nah, yo yo, see that shit, take it oh, in. Like, he didn't care. He, didn't, he was like, yeah, it's life, right? Um, and after that, like my dad didn't really wasn't super protective. Like in our family, my my dad is protecting my mom is. Mm. Like my dad has always been like. When he was my age, he was like always like out here having a good time, like yeah. doing what he wants. So he understands what like youth is like, right? Mm. But my mom had a more conservative upbringing, where her like her family was like everything. Like they were like, her family was her like um, like her her pastime. Like everything yeah. everything in her life revolved around that. So she kind of was conditioned to like, okay, you got to be clean. Like you got to make sure that like you're not exposed to the dirt and scum of the gotcha, world. Gotcha, but gotcha. in general, I think the first time I saw, wait, what was the question? Were your parents super overbearing? Oh, bear, oh overbearing, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so the first time that I was... Wa- okay, so the first time that I saw something that I shouldn't have been seeing, my Here mom walked in. And that's, like, not even, like, not even, like, not even something sus. Like, I think I was watching... Yo, so The Game did a music video with Keisha Cole a long time ago. I know exactly ago. what you're I can't remember about. what the song was called. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, with Keisha Cole? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was watching the video in my, in my, like, uh, in my room at the time, I think. Or in like my brother's room or something, and my mom walked in and like Keisha Cole was wearing like a tube top, right? <laughs> and it, it was like my mom didn't the mom didn't think it was porn, but she's like, "Yo, this is like this is way too much for a kid here, right?" <laughs> How old are you? Uh, I was probably in grade six. Yeah. I want to say like maybe grade six or grade seven. Makes sense. And then um, my mom's like, "Turn this rubbish off!" And she's like, "Storming out of the room." I was like, "Okay, it was like I got yelled at was the end of it." Yeah. So the thing the next day, like I was going out to eat with my parents. My dad's like in the car. He's like, "Listen, Vanky, like." Um, mom told me the other day that you were watching something and a woman was showing her busts. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, huh? English, what does that mean to me? It's like medieval, 18th yeah, century English. Bro. <laughs> but yeah, after that point, then they're her just bosoms, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. The busts, bro. The marmories, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even mad at it. He should go bad. But anyways, uh, uh, yeah, after that point, like my parents stopped like patrolling Monitor. being all monitor, you know what I mean? Like, they told us, they one time told us, like, don't watch, like, Family Guy or, like, Simpsons or whatever. Because, like, my parents are also super Christian. Okay. So they're like, okay, like, if we can protect our kids from, like, I guess, unnecessary, quote-unquote, sin of the world, mm. we'll have we'll have pure th- children. Yeah. Later do they find out that their children are scumbags, but <laughs> it's okay. Um, but, yeah, like, after a while, they stopped, like, patrolling and just, like, being overbearing a little bit. And then, then like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, my sister, she... She didn't get it as badly as we did. Like Youngest she's like, yeah, child, she's just like, never does, never yeah, does. like she's like golden child to them, right? Yeah. So like, no, she can do no wrong. Like, she's gonna, my brother. she's gonna hit somebody with a car one day. And my mom's gonna buy her Ferrari. <laughs> that's that's the word, but yeah, like I, uh, I think the first thing they said was like Simpsons or like yeah, mm. I think it was Simpsons. But then uh, that died down very quickly. It didn't right. really last for too long. You know, I had something similar. I was watching a a chingy music video. <laughs> Holiday. Um, Tell me it was Holiday. 
Uh, it was either that or obviously right there because what oh, else is yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's there's like two hits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chingy was hot though. All he was hot for a minute. From the three point line. <laughs> 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 well, that's right. We're about to get into a heated debacle about Chingy's hits. Uh, and then my mom walked in. She's like, "What are you doing?" There, there were girls in like uh, you know bikinis, bikinis and all that. that type and of debauchery, yeah. yeah. And she couldn't handle that. Scantily clad. Uh, another time, uh, me, my dad, and brother were watching a guy deep throw another guy. And my mom was like... Well done, well done, well done, well done. And my mom was like, oh, carry on. And then... Father's... And then the Yo, I don't even know Tamil, and I know exactly what oh, that means. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who uh, doesn't know what I was saying, he's busy just asking what the, what's going on. Yeah, what this is, is like a very classic... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how my mom yeah, says it. It's usually uh, like Tamil um, mom or dad might just kind of say it with like uh, just like a, a palm or a hand, like a finger pointing to whatever it is that you're watching, and just like a very, very confused look on their face. Like, <laughs> what is this what's going on here uh clearly my thumb was very good either but yeah that's sounds about right man hold on what were you watching (laughs) it was the news (laughs) 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 late night news man so should we move on to the next (laughs) question (laughs) (laughs) oh my word yeah you know what i think um in my house, uh, less so for TV shows. A lot of the time when I was watching something, it was if, you know, I was watching in like the family room or something and in the kitchen, my mom heard, like hurt here something crude like said. So if it's like The Simpsons or something, mm. I don't know. It's not even like The Simpsons is that bad. But, you know, yeah. it's like they hear something and it's like, oh, what was that? And it's just kind of like, uh, it's this show. And they're like, you know, I don't want you watching that kind yeah. of deal. It's more of just like a anecdotal. Um, but what wasn't anecdotal was music always for sure for sure is just like one the first cd i ever got was um it was a mixtape made by uh like an uncle of mine and uh the first track on it was x gonna give it to you by yeah. dmx <laughs> yeah um so you can imagine me just like yeah cranking this thing up on like a little cd player and my mom just being like what is this like yeah. this is awful yeah um, like dmx is not a good rapper to introduce your parents to and be like, hey, I enjoy this kind of music. Yeah, you know? I remember my mom found out I was listening to Hustlin' by Craig Ross. Oh, man, great and song. She was, yeah, yeah, but I got a earful. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. So a lot of, yeah. shout out to LimeWire for having the, yeah, sense, yeah, shout yeah, out to, to LimeWire yeah. for having the censored versions as well yeah. up until probably like, I was maybe 17, so not that long ago yeah. where they're like, uh, you know what, this is the, the nature of the music so I'm not too, uh, not too bothered but i just I r- stop playing music around my parents or i'll play like like i enjoy some indian music so mm. i'll play that in front of it like if i'm play, if i like feel like i'm obliged to play music I'll play yeah that. or like stuff that i think i have a pretty wide kind of sort of taste in music that i can kind of get around play something of. that is yeah. palatable for them as well yeah, absolutely fair enough another one of the questions that we got actually on the topic of music was um pertaining to hip-hop and r&b uh what do you guys think the next kind of big thing is going to be so I guess this question came up in a conversation that I was having with a friend about how uh, rap and hip-hop is at the height of its popularity, right? Mm. It's essentially what rock music was mm. less than 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, but it's very evident that it's a singular stream of rap music, which is like, you know, the Futures, the Drakes, 
Kanye. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's like very trap influenced. And then you have the big names who who have done their thing for a little while. Yeah. Um, but everyone else who's kind of joined the ranks, whether it's Thugger, um, as I said, Future, even Yachty, is coming off of a trap influence, right? This, yeah. It's very kind of evident. Um, so I'm curious to know what you guys think um, is going to be kind of like the next wave of what ends up being popular. Because at this point, we don't really know how long rap will remain at this point, right? It's obviously yeah. going to exist. It's not like it's just going to go extinct. Um, but there's a very good chance that, you know, another genre can kind of come and take its place. Yeah. Um, but that's, I guess, a, a different question the question i have now is um yeah what direction you think hip-hop and rap is maybe even taking right now like before our eyes um and what it's going yeah what form it's going to kind of take in the next little while um okay so it's yeah so the th okay so i think like most of us here if not all of us well the partake to some extent in like the, like the current rap scene right whether it's like Lil uzi or yachty or thug or whatever it is um it, i have like I may be wrong here, but this might be my opinion. But like, it looks to me that like the value of lyricism is dying. Mm. Like, people aren't necessarily concerned anymore for like hard hitting bars, and if they are, they're a minority. Mm. Um, like before, like in when like when Drake really came, when Drake came out for the first time, it was Drake, J Cole, Wale, Cuddy, Big Sean. Like this, like there was like one like class graduating class of people, right? <laughs> Uh, and obviously certain certain artists went certain directions and uh, a Drake being yeah. the king now, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, man. Wale's kind of out here, you know? <laughs> Yo, I'm going to be honest. I feel like Wale never got, Wale never got his enough shine. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wale has talent, like, undeniably. But I, I don't for what reason he just never got that, like, it was Chick, that you know it saying? was that Lady Gaga feature. People were like, nah, nah, we ain't about that. You think so? <laughs> you think so? Yeah. You know what I you know what I actually think it is? I think truthfully, I think he was the first of many rappers to get to have someone make like a really good joke about him on the internet and then that ostracized him forever. J. Oh, Cole is like is the current example. Mm. So the, the the early jokes I heard about Wale, and I remember people saying this back in high school, is like, why does Wale have to tell a story at the beginning and end of every one of his songs? Like, you ever just meet a girl and like get to know her and shit and it's cool and all, but then you know, things fall off and then Lotus Flower Bomb just starts. <laughs> yeah. That was just like a just like a very petty joke mm. that like me and friends would would laugh about in high school because it's true while yeah, yeah. is always telling a story at the beginning and end of every song while his songs are stories as well um but like you know the internet is a cruel place and i think that, yeah, that very well could have just taken off right? yeah like, exactly oh, let me let me explain yeah. what the song's real about real quick and then we'll start the song you know um yeah like my boy not to cut you off yeah uh, my boy like he's nigerian and he pulled me onto wale and he's like yo Wale is important to me because Wale is putting off for other Nigerian people, especially for Nigerian people out in D.C., right? Like, Wale represents a very, like, small group of people. And um, it's like what Nav is to South Asian people, except Wale was doing it with value, I guess. It wasn't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, being, Nav talk. It wasn't yeah, being problematic. Welcome to our next segment, Nav Talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, it was weird. Like, I mean, not to, like, uh, like uh, what's the word for it? Like, be off topic or whatever. But, like, I just, like, I never understood it. Like, I had one friend who advocated for Wally. Like I would sit on I would be on the phone with this man for like an hour and a half. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I swear to God. Like 
Shout out Kingsley one time. Like, uh, he, he would call me. He'd be like, yo, yo, it was good. I'll make chilling. Man. He'd be like, all right, yo, we playing ball Friday? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll play ball Friday. <laughs> all right, yo, so like, Wally is so much better than Drake, dude. I'm like, dude, not this again. Like, you yeah. called me yesterday to say something. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's actually wild. Yeah, he would, like, we would be on the phone for like an hour and a half, and him just like arguing with me about how like Wale was better than like Drake, or like, oh, it was also it was Drake and Lil Wayne, because I used to be a huge Lil Wayne fan, right? Yeah. Um, and like he used to say something like, yo, like Wally is so much better than these plebs, blah, blah, like, these guys are herbs, this, that, and the fourth. And I was like, yo, I, I don't, I can see, understand, I understand, acknowledge where you're coming from, but like the man doesn't have the numbers, man doesn't have the sauce. Like it, it, he's had enough years in the game to really prove and gain that like attention, but like he's really not making much of a uh, sound for the mm-hmm. most part. But yeah, like I, Wally never really answered for Wally, but to answer your question, okay. So in my mind, lyricism is on the decline. All right, this might be an impo- like a like a unpopular opinion, but I just I personally don't really care for J Cole. I don't really care for lyricism in general, just because I feel like, just like anything else, that's like um part of our current culture. Like things become obsolete, right? Our values change over time. Like at the beginning, like maybe like early two thousands, we wanted to hear like the most hard hitting bars. We wanted to hear stories. We wanted to hear things that resonated with people. Now we want to hear things like. Um, Fucking, I don't know. What was the last thing? Pull up with a shtick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, hi. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's the stuff that sells now, and like that's yeah. not a that's not like a commentary on our culture. It's just like it's a thing that happens. Like art changes, music changes, product changes in general. Like our values change. What we want out of art and society change. Yeah. So like lyricism, people. There's gonna be still a group of people like as a minority who care for that, but it's just like it's not as held to such a high standard where it's needed to be good music anymore right like i'm sure you can t- i'm sure you can tell from our current culture like less and less people are having that um is this real rap t- type yeah, talk you know what I'm saying? yeah like i hate that conversation like I, yeah it's the most like unproductive ridiculous conversation i've ever heard and i've had a conversation like 1600 times with the 1600 people Shout out Kingsley. yeah <laughs> to my boy um but yeah, like less and less people I feel like care for lyricism. Yeah. And if they do, they're in a minority. Yeah. To answer like the original question, I think that it's become like the next new thing is like ignorant rap music that's aware that it's ignorant rap music. You know what yeah. I mean? Like like Uzi, Cardi, Thugger, uh, fuck, Yachty, um, Key, Reese, like all these people who are like making trap music or like quote unquote like weirdo trap music. Mm-hmm. Like, they know what they're doing. Like, I watched um, Lil Uzi and Playboy Cardi do, like, a thing for V-Files. And they did, like, a post, sit down on a couch. And Lil Uzi just brought, like, broke it down. He's like, yeah, like, I'll just, like, limit myself to saying yeah 60 times. And if I do it 59 times, I know it's going to be a good record. Like, that's, like, his formula for a good wow, song. Wow, wild. He doesn't care to tell a story. Like, he just yeah. knows that he can just have a specific cadence or, like, flow on a song, have, like, a cool hook be Lil Uzi and it sells you know what I'm saying like the yeah. value isn't about telling stories anymore because that's just like not what we care for not what we care for anymore yeah. um, but in general like it's becoming more popular to just like talk about absolutely nothing for three and a half minutes and it's still be cool to listen to like in my opinion I'd much rather listen to that than lyrics lyrics like I don't care for that you know yeah. like it just depends on what you want out of the music also you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I know I know like likes likes like insightful music you know what I mean like and for me there's a time and place for that but I can't be working out and be listening to someone's like grandmother passing away <laughs> or like i lost my virginity at age 12 like i don't care <laughs> oh jeez i'm trying to get my reps in you know what, what, kind, of music, what kind of music you think i listen to I damn don't, like, I don't, like, <laughs> like j cole is just like boring to me no i don't even j cole like that but i know I but mean, in general like i mean like, i used to be yeah this podcast yeah, doesn't I i'm trying uh, to, my the mama people at this podcast do not 
agree or <laughs> with any of the music that Jiko puts out. 100%. Uh, stop rapping, please. Yeah, anyway. Um, you get a haircut, you look like a herb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to answer your question, I guess, I think Venka kind of put it pretty uh, eloquently there, but um, to kind of add to it, like to look at it from an art point of view, like just artistically, um, like, like I think rap, because like, it's sort of rise to popular sort of mass media kind of popularity has been really about like shock value. Um, and I think at first it was like, okay, wow, this guy can get on a song and be like, he has hoes in different area clothes. And it's like, damn, this is like, what is this? This is new. It's shocking. Right. But the thing about shock value is like the, as soon as like the second person says it, the value goes down. Right. Right. Shock value has to be something new. Novelty, yeah. Novelty is like a huge part of shock value. Right. And then I think like, yeah, you can kind of see that with, with rap, like it's sort of, it's like, okay, like now this guy can, you know, rap his change from like this braggadocious thing to be like, okay, like, you know, I'm all in my feelings. And he's got like Kanye and Kid Cudi and Drake out here talking about their feelings. And it's like, wow, this is kind of shocking. Like these guys are rappers, you know? Uh, and I think we're moving kind of into a, a phase where it's like, where like the shock value is kind of like these guys like Thugger or Yachty who can get on a song and like, you know, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like uh, 60 times or, you know, um, you know, just like, yeah, like uh, you put a, you put, what is it? You put a gun on my man's, I put a hole in your parents. Like, yeah. just like. Part of the century. Yeah, yeah. Like, part of the century. Just like That's really, frightful. really like crazy. I was like, frightened. Yeah, yeah. I love that line. Like, yeah. Was, like, I think it's just like, I think rap is like, whatever's coming next to answer your question. It's just about what's going to be more shock. Like, what's next? Like, because I, I think like, I think Thugger is probably like, um, uh, like a pioneer in sort of like his sort of shock value and kind of what he's brought to the table that way and sort of being like you know this guy who's like oh i don't believe in gender i'll wear a dress you know like kind of like this very like different perspective that he brought to rap and like then you got guys like yachty or lil uzi or um triple x for example who are like um you know who kind of have like our derivatives of that and i think like they'll, they'll be successful uh but like yeah i think moving forward it will probably move for whatever kind of shocks people next and i think that's sort of how like i think yeah i think it'll be sort of the trajectory yeah. that it takes but okay mm. your kind of take on it chris from a musician's perspective uh, yeah yeah um i i think you guys kind of pretty much covered it all i don't know if it's gonna be it's kind of like what happened to rock how it became so big that eventually there were like these niches right so there's like alt rock metal punk rock whatever yeah. maybe um i think that's kind of what's happening in rap and i just to be like a little bit more like i guess optimistic in the way of like uh, individual genres like kind of flourishing I feel like there's pockets now there is a space for lyricism we were talking about like Vince Staples for example mm -hmm. he's lyric like mm -hmm. probably one of the best right yeah, now so and good. he's holding his own Kendrick Lamar I'm not a he's a lyricist <laughs> and uh, and he's doing really well so he's I think there's irrelevant. exactly sure, so I think there's pockets we'll have we like yeah oh yeah yeah I was gonna bring that up for sure I was going to bring that up. Actually. But yeah, we'll have like Chance the Rapper who will do something so differently. We'll have uh, X who will do something so differently, which is like essentially like the Blink-182, like the punk rap. It's really interesting. I like these like... It's like alt rap. Exactly. Or like Young Thug on like uh, that Jamie XX song where it's going to... It's kind of like colliding. Yep. So because rap's so big, I think it's awesome. I think it's become like almost so like... Uh, it's so broad now, the spectrum. And I, I mean, I definitely see where you guys are coming from in terms of like what's popular. There's always going to be a front runner. Even in rock, there's the same thing. So um, there's definitely trends right now. Relying on autotune, like Quavo singing now, game changer, right? Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, it's sick. So yeah, I definitely think that's popular, but I like the idea of like these niches in rap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how about you, Nivek? Uh, future techno pop is gonna be oh that's gonna be my life uh, <laughs> next year. <laughs> 2018. Yeah. You know, uh, I, sorry. Like. But no, uh, with 
lyrics like i used to be a super i used to be that lame kid like the MF Doom guy? yeah MF Doom. i remember no. <laughs> i had a grade seven dance at a grade seven dance i think they were playing like chingy or whatever i was like yo i need some real hip-hop i need <laughs> where's the, the doom right and what's wild about that is you know now i listen to a lot more a lot of thugger a lot of future and the other day i went back to open mike eagle who had this album dark comedy which I thought it was a pretty decent album when it came out. And I tried to listen to it. I couldn't do it. Like, from front to back. Did I could not. Yeah, and it was only, like, what, 13 songs, which is what I like. I like it when it's yeah, short. Absolutely. Not, like, 18, 21 tracks. Yeah, 22, shout out yeah. fucking more life. Yeah. <laughs> like, more songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star- 18, Starboy is long, too. Like, way too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah Starboy was long. And, yeah, but I still find, I still feel like I can appreciate Vince because of his flows. He's not doing in the yeah. typical, you know, boring flow and spinning bars but there is so there is some sort of balance there and we should be able to to live with that and i hate i can't have another person in the comments saying yo man we need uh we need eminem to come back we know we don't we don't yeah he's he's at home uh taking care of his dogs or something let him live Oh, 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 he okay. is, or you are. <laughs> We're starting that campaign. <laughs> this calls for one of those boy, yeah. <laughs> boy, 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 boy. Sixty-four at combo. Let's hope, man. If he's not, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, um, I gotta say, I think uh, I have to kind of agree, or at least, yeah, to kind of riff off of what Chris was saying about these kind of like alt genres existing. Um, something that ends up happening in reaction to something being popular is yeah an alternative wave right that's why something like you know indie rock exists but in reality it's like oh what is popular rock music now it's pretty much what indie rock was a couple years ago it's Mm -hmm. like uh, you know people like mac demarco Mm kind of at the height of this rock stuff you know maybe not you know what's on the radio but in terms of people who who really kind of enjoy music Mm -hmm. where it's like that would not have gotten airtime or or numbers mm. 10 years ago you know you have to be nickelback yeah. to do that yeah. kind of shit yeah. right um so it's like so it's kind of cool it's like oh something that, something that, that dark horse that's <laughs> <laughs> is that a Katy Perry is that, song is that is that a nickelback album i'm pretty sure I'm it probably old. is to be honest <laughs> i'm so far removed well, from white people culture i don't know <laughs> yeah how this guy knows the even the name of a nickelback yeah, album man. is beyond me i think you're a narc Totally. Yeah. <laughs> this is like that movie with uh, Daniel Radcliffe in it. You know where he, I don't even know the name of this movie, but like he basically is like an undercover FBI oh, and he joins the Nazi movie. He goes yeah. with the, uh, Nazi. You're in the, doing the opposite, man. Yeah, <laughs> just a white guy yeah. in disguise right now, yeah. <laughs> just trying to get in on the culture here. Have you seen that episode of The Recess where that the older guy he's like. He comes in, he's an undercover cop or something. He's <laughs> shaving in the washroom. Uh, <laughs> that's so weird, yo. Now that I think about it, it's so weird. Right? Yeah, think about that. Tell me how Recess was like one of the best Oh, 100%. Oh, Tell me how Spinelli was a fashion god back in the day, yeah. though. Yeah, like, take it in. Real oh, talk. Beanie, leather jacket. Inspired Fitch for 2018. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm rocking a Spinelli uh, skull cap real quick. Yo, now that I think about it, that's so weird. Yeah, right? Why did they have an adult out here and playing with... Loki like third graders. Yeah, low-key pedophilia, bro. Yeah. We don't allow it. We don't allow Disney. it. Disney. No. Disney just letting things... Boycott. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. post-15-year uh, boycott. Yeah. We should have done it. Boycott recess. Um, yeah. Also, real quick, what did you guys think of the Humble video? Humble, Kendrick Lamar. That was probably... I mean, I don't know. I don't want to, like, 
I think I, it needs to stand the test of time a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but it's definitely like one of the better videos I've seen. I think since LS, the LSD video, yeah. it's probably like the best thing I've seen since then. Um, yeah. Just Sorry, like, for those who don't know, do you mind explaining the, or sharing the LSD video you're talking about? LSD by ASAP? Right. Yeah. Um, it, yeah I just thought, I, I saw that video and I was like, it blew me away. Mm. Um, yeah, very, very cool direction. Very cool kind of... Um, Sort of just, yeah, just the direction ASAP took. I, who's the director on that one again? You remember? Dexter Navy. Yeah. It was inspired um, by Enter the Void. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and the song itself was just yeah, amazing. Yeah. That's why I kind of cool think, song. like, Humble falls a little short. The song, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Mike Will on the Beast. Is kind I'm of not like a big Kendra Lamar fan, but even then, like, I, I mean, I think that one part in the middle where I just kind of, like, shook my head was, like, the, the kind of, like, the Photoshop line where I was like, man, you're rapping about this on Section 80, you know? Like, mm. and I, I guess, oh, like, I he gets a pass because it's like, well, Drake's been rapping in the same song, like, every single Just single. Take care, I'll be yeah. taking care. Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean, uh, I, I can't really hate on Kendrick for doing that, but it's sort of just like, I don't know. I feel like that's a played out narrative of like this whole like, oh, give me like a real chick. I ain't trying to get this Photoshop kind of. Right. That message kind of like was a little like, oh man, what is this? Um, so for that reason, like, I, I like it was like the song I thought was good. Um, but uh, the video itself was just um, some of the, like some of the cuts, some of the scenes were just, in my opinion, like really, really well done. Yeah. I was a huge fan of that. I don't even think that Kendrick Lamar fans like that song. Like that song was just like it was. It was for all from from what I've heard from a lot of my friends who genuinely like are would consider themselves like big fans of Kendrick Lamar. Like yeah. all of them, him and like a lot of my coworkers really like Kendrick Lamar as well. And they're like, yeah, like it was okay. Like it wasn't like a standout. It wasn't just like a fucking. Like one of those things that just like really hit it out of the park, especially considering like he was like away for so long, right? Yeah. Like nobody really heard about Kendrick, heard from Kendrick for like quite some time, and then he came out with this video was stellar, but the song was just like, I could have done without this. I'm not necessarily, I don't necessarily care for it too much. Right. But in general, that video was was nuts. Like there's yeah. a lot of shots in it that are just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I I appreciate that video 100. Uh, percent yeah. But yeah, I agree with with Ahmed. Like, uh, that is up there with LSD. LSD's ridiculous yeah. that's probably gonna be the butt the standard for me really yeah that video is just unreal yeah well what i can say is that unfortunately it dropped the same day as uh cameron's Ten Thousand miles oh yeah, yeah i saw that um, yeah, yeah yeah and i don't know he had that bar where he's like if i buy i might buy a kilo should i sell it should i sniff it and i was like <laughs> very true yeah, yeah this yeah. is real right here shake the magic <laughs> eight ball shout out to cameron for that uh that was, a, that was a hit mm. but it was interesting so i saw that video it was amazing and uh that that scene with the, the stretch marks and all that i thought oh so people are gonna appreciate this yeah, i'm yeah. assuming uh, yeah it's definitely like i don't disagree personable with the message. yeah yeah i, yeah, I feel like the message but i, I don't know. go ahead like the regular probably maybe because if you ask somebody that says they're a kendrick lamar fan yeah. they're not even gonna know about section 80 mm. they're not gonna know a damn song from mm -hmm. that from the album mm. um but also so when I thought that, I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And then I go on Twitter, and then people say Kendrick Lamar is a misogynist. Really? Because of that scene. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can, yeah, I mean, you can definitely explain. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, have Twitter, so I miss out on a lot of things, but explain. So as a hashtag oh, feminist, I think I can, <laughs> I can shed a little light on this. Uh, oh, you're about to get flambéed for that shit. Yeah, um, <laughs> 
That was a joke, by the way, guys. <laughs> I hate women. This is the end of what High happened, Top Lip Flops. What happened, to, what happened to We Love All People <laughs> yeah. at the beginning yeah. of the show? That just got flipped on its head. But, um, well, yeah. I mean, if you, like, if you just look at it from like a like feminist logic, it's basically like, well, wha- like you're looking at women from a male gaze and being like, you should or shouldn't wear makeup. Right, which is where it should be like the women's decision to be like, okay, well, we should be able to present ourselves the exact way we want us mm. to present ourselves. If these are things that we're insecure about, it should be our decisions to be like, okay, these we want to hide our stretch marks, we want to wear makeup, we want to, you know. So, um, so the intentions are good, but like the message was just misdirected. I, I guess so. Yeah, like, I, I mean, don't know. It like is, I'm, it is like a not to cut you off, but it is like a, I I mean, one would assume that the intentions are of like empowerment you know what i'm saying like embrace your flaws as a human being like is that not the point i guess i guess so but it's kind of like it's coming from like a place of like okay well like one tells what to do with our bodies yeah yeah like you can't really yeah like who are you to say like what 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 we should or shouldn't do or Mm -hmm. what you're tired of like you're still looking at it from a point of uh, like uh, almost objectifying us to be like oh okay like yeah i'm attracted to that woman because she's not photoshopped she has stretch marks and she's not wearing makeup right Whereas, like, well, why can't you just respect her as a human being, regardless of whether she makes ma- wears makeup, has stretch marks, you know, conceals these things, or, you know, it should just be about that. But um, I definitely, like, I didn't think that when I watched the video, but I can definitely understand that logic as kind of, mm. like, a, a sort of feminist logic yeah. that sort of exists. But, yeah. Oh, fair point. I, um, I was thinking something similarly, because I guess when I first thought of it, um, I just thought it was just like again, kind of what you're saying about Section 80, right? It's just like all of the themes that like that even came up on Good Kid, Mad City, uh, came up on To Pimp a Butterfly. Those are just you know much larger expansions of you know a lot of small things that he chose to speak on in Section 80, which is why Section 80 was such a good project, right? Mm. So many different things that he talked about, like fuck your ethnicity, yeah, um, like you know, yeah, so many, so many big tracks on there. so this one was just kind of like another, you know, quote unquote, to pimp a butterfly moment, right? Where he's like, oh, he's got this platform. Um, and, and you know, uh, I think the argument could be made. This is like Kendrick kind of doing his part to like take baby steps, right? So you think about what this song is, right? He's got Mike Will on the beat. That's just like Mike yeah. Will and Kendrick is just like something that you wouldn't, especially after to pimp a butterfly. Yeah. You imagine Kendrick only working with like, you know, Kamasi. And it's like, like Calvin this. Harrison Frank. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Similar kind of deal. So, of course, this beat is going to bang, right? Mm. So it's something that can get radio play, whatever it is. He yeah. comes up with this video that's just like, you know. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like it's very enjoyable. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, oh, he can throw in a line like that. Mm. It's like, it's it's like uh, in um, in March Madness by Future, how yeah. he's got that song like uh, cops shooting shooting guys like it's yeah, tragic, yeah, and it's yeah. just like that's it, and then yeah. it just goes back on yeah. to the rest of the song. He's like, whoa, 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 like you can't <laughs> yeah. just talk about that yeah. one line and then just pass up on yeah. it, right? But at the same time, it's like everyone's gonna listen to that song and be like, yo, that's true. <laughs> A lot yeah. of people dying, you know, yeah. due to police brutality. Um, and it's like you know, I think maybe comparing Future to Kendrick in terms of their. Uh, you know, the Strategy. intellect that they threw to or try to kind of uh, project through their music, varying levels, very different. But for Kendrick, it kind of might have just been like, you know, um, to kind of speak about feminism at a level like that, you know, yeah. in a song, he would get, he would become the next J. Cole or the next Wale. It'd be like, people be like, oh, I don't want to hear this in a song, right? Yeah, or yeah. maybe this is, you know, to an extent, a more palatable, although simplified and very, um, malleable it's very easy to to misinterpret what yeah. he's trying to say it is just kind of like a a little way for him to be like 
okay yeah exactly exactly um in the same way that future hit us with the police brutality line and one of the greatest songs ever written yeah (laughs) so uh i'm sure i'm sure everything was like super like well thought out for like the delivery of that video like they have tv is like a huge um powerhouse like yeah. they have a lot of people working for them i'm sure everything was thought out very well like if you look at that video like the video is done really well the song i mean personally i wasn't a fan but i'm sure there's gonna be people who enjoy that song yeah, yeah. certainly. and just like even the things that, like the way that they styled it like he's wearing a lot of like high fashion Oof. brands in that in that video yeah. so it even appeals to like weirdos like me who pay attention to that kind of stuff yeah. right so i'm sure like a lot of the time he took away was all get like Put towards things like this, we're just like, what's the smartest move we can make yeah. to appeal to the most amount of people, right? Yeah. No, certainly. I think with uh, with this song especially, like, um, I'm sure, although you know he won Rap Album of the Year for Timothy Butterfly, got, mm-hmm. you know, he really took himself to another level. Even though Good Kid was like a already put him on like a pedestal, mm-hmm. um, I'm certain you know him and his camp were also thinking like, you know, if we drop like another jazz influence beat with like kendrick going in on you know some very deep topics people might be like okay this is this is played yeah. out right there are a lot yeah. of people like uh very recently a friend of mine was like man I, I i miss when kendrick was still fun like you know i miss i, I miss that. i miss when I yeah. when listening to kendrick was like you know eating Ro- like a, ronald a reagan era yeah, i love that yeah. song yeah. right how far was that yeah. yeah um whereas you know yeah so section 80 even od um Obviously, Good Kid, Mad City was like, yeah, it was like eating, you know, a bag of chips. Whereas, To Pippa Butterfly was like sitting down broccoli. and eating your broccoli yeah, and your chicken, yeah. and you, you know, your your meal prep for the week. It's yeah. like, oh, you don't really yeah, want to, but necessary. you know, you yeah, got to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah, you got to, right? Like, yeah. you know, you're gonna do meal prep for three weeks and be like, wow, that was a great decision. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> same. Exactly. Definitely not the Pengus Munch. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. I'm gonna be honest. Shout out to him. I j- okay. Every the chicken time connoisseur, U- guys. Yeah, every time I'm on YouTube, part of my mind is like, I hope he uploads a video. Like, that's <laughs> all. My my day would be so wonderful today if he uploaded a video. Yo, the last one he did with Bari. ASAP mm. Bari, yeah. For those who don't know, the chicken connoisseur goes search that up on YouTube. He's this lad, this lad, lad, lad from yeah. England. Um, he looks like he's 12 years old, but he apparently he's like, yeah, he's like 20 something. He's like a big sneaker fanatic. He's got like a sneaker page on Instagram. Um, and he just goes around in the UK. It's like a very common thing. I was learning through him. Chicken and chips. Yeah. Chicken and chip shops for like fried chicken shops. And, uh, and he just goes to chicken shops all around London and just kind of like rates them, gives them ratings for what the chicken sandwich, chicken wings, fries. Yeah. Maybe dip or something like that. Yeah. And the service yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, well, you know what's funny? So he did, um, so like he was in New York, right? And then um, he was like shown around some like New York spots. Um, so I was like um, high key, like hoping he would go to Chicago or something like oh. that. So the reason I was hoping, because my brother-in-law is from Chicago and his family own, own like a, a, a chain of chicken oh, stores shit. out oh. there. So I'd be like, yo, how cool would it be if like my brother-in-law is like, yeah, <laughs> got roasted on the internet. I mean, to be honest, their chicken's pretty good. So yeah, uh, yeah their chicken's pretty good. Um, but it would definitely be like an interesting thing and be like, It'd be kind oh, of funny. Oh, I know that place. Yeah, <laughs> yo, it's so entertainable, man. Like, oh man, entertainable. entertainable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, you gotta sign him up for dictionary.com. <laughs> yeah, dictionary.com. Word of the day. Callback. You like that callback? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the first word they sent me. It's illiterate. <laughs> uh, f- unrelated note. 
Jazz Cartier won Best Album at the Junos today yeah. or yesterday. yesterday. That's yeah. right. How do y'all feel about that? Hotel Roses, what's it called? Well, uh, Hotel, Hotel Paranoia. Hotel Paranoia. Hotel Paranoia. <laughs> what is it? I don't I know. Mean, Hotel who's Paranoia. Who's he up against though? Hotel Paranoia. Uh, he was up against Drake, wasn't he? Uh, is, does Drake is Drake Views. For, for, for the Junos? Views was yeah, up for the Views. Views. I think it was Views. He beat Drake. Drake. It was Drake, yeah. Tory Lanez, uh, Belly. And Yo, shout out Tory. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember. There's one other person. I can't remember who it was, but I think it was like a nobody. But, I mean, uh, I think amongst the competition. You know what's funny, though? The Junos this year, like, I was looking at the nominations. There was like, it was like, man, like. Jazz Cardio is getting big. Tory Lanez is like kind of getting big. <laughs> Drake, he's been um, around. But like, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Sean Daniel- Mendes. <laughs> Daniel Caesar was nominated for yeah. some. Um, K. Tronado won Best Electronic Album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's that girl? Alicia Cara from. Mm-hmm. from she's like huge, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like a, like a huge name in pop right now. Yeah. Um, not the just weekend. in Canada. Yeah, the weekend like Canada's kind of like. Taken off oh, like, doing a yeah, bit. a lot of cool Art, artist wise. Like, yeah. I, 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 like, it would always be like exactly what Chris, like, yo, Sean Mendez won like Juno for best. Like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> Sean Mendez oh. went to my high school, man. I high fived yeah. him one wait, time. What? I high fived Sean Mendez. How old is Sean Mendez? Sean Mendez is three years younger than me, two years or three. He's, I think wow. he's my brother's age because my brother's in his graduate class. I do have a brother, he's chilling upstairs right now. No way. Yeah, I got a younger brother and an older sister. Cool. And oh, we, sister, I thought you were the oldest. So. No, man. No, my sister's older than me. Mm. Um, fun fact yeah. Yeah. but yeah Sean Mendes went to my high school there's like um, I went back uh, probably like two months ago to put around flyers saying that I'm tutoring math <laughs> I was getting desperate I broke my finger so I was out of com- I couldn't go to work because I work in a kitchen uh, so I broke my finger for a month so I was like I've got to make cash somehow yeah. so I went to my old high school like hey you remember me I tutor math <laughs> trying to make the most so of my you, math yeah. how nervous were you to go back to school with a beard and oh, like, yeah, yeah, I, went to, I went in like a camel carhartt vest too oh, i was like no. oh gosh this might be, this might be forward, i promise yeah. please <laughs> as soon as i walked in i had to remember like you know take off my hat too that's, <laughs> like, that's like, no i mean like, that's like a weird high school thing high school be if we could wear hats yeah it'd mm-hmm. be wow. yeah hey, honestly we wore hats what do you mean yeah. huh <laughs> we wore really? hats. Actually, I know our high school we wore hats. We yeah, yeah we wore time. hats. I never wore hats, so I can't remember. I was scared to wear a fitted, to be honest. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's let's be okay. Hold on. Let's Too much cool. coming. We were in out. Oakville, man. <laughs> it was be- Beanie Planet. <laughs> so in third <laughs> period math class, yeah. you could have on a Jace hat, and nobody would say shit. Yeah. Wow. You said to take it off during the uh, the yeah. anthem, national anthem. Otherwise, no you're way. you're cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were not. No, we didn't have that. We had. My high school was quiet for you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that not? Like, I didn't know. Hats. I thought that was a common thing. I think in, Ele- in elementary school, I think that was for sure for me. It was like no hats. But I think like when I went to, high, I never wore like I'm not a hat person, so it was just like I don't really care either our, way. Our high school was really lax when it comes to all that yeah. stuff. Like, uh, there's like this. So there was like this weird rumor that our high school was supposed to be a mall, but then like they ran out of money, <laughs> and then like the Oak, like yeah, the, the, facts, the like, municipality of Oakville like came in and like just like oh you don't make this a school yeah. so like our high school is like there's like a like a hallway in the middle of it that's yeah. like there's literally like a, a like a room that's called the store yeah. um and it was just like it looked like a like a like an, a mall and it was like this huge open skylight there was like trees yeah. in the middle all right like I mean it was Oakville, so no, I mean, but like for sure the architecture like the yeah. way it was set up it's mm. very like there's like almost like you know how there's anchor stores and malls like you yeah. got the Target whatever it's like that we've got like it's it's crazy it looks like it used yeah to be it looked like yeah it looks so you used to be a mall. Um, but yeah, it turned into a high school. Yeah. So shout out Iroquois Ridge. Yeah. Y'all could wear hats in high school. Yeah, yeah. Not, Y'all not me. No, no, we couldn't, but we did have stabbings in the bathrooms. So. <laughs> oh, geez. We that had was a one. good substitute. We had one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that was sick. 
<laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, we're yeah, right. We, we, we did have I was one. There for Chris, was in the, Chris is there for the stabbing. He was oh, not the stabby or the stabber. Let's oh, clarify. Yeah. But he was the guy holding the camera it's going out. <laughs> he was the guy oh. trying to take a piss and yeah, <laughs> it was just like, yo, Hamza, you got a hole in your in your body. You might have to beep that name. Okay, okay. Shout out Hamza. That guy was a real dick. Tried to steal, tried to steal our boys' laptop. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what's is his name? One more time. This, this might be a this might be a bleep out. This might be a bleep out. Yeah, Chris is giving me like the the I'll kill you after this kind of thing. We'll bleep so out uh, we'll I mean, I doubt out. that like Hamza or I'm oh, sorry, I doubt this person will ever listen <laughs> to this podcast. What's his name again? Uh, Why don't you spell it, man? I don't think I don't think you came too clear on the mic. Okay. H U M Z A. Yeah. Let's be honest. The only people listening to this is me 300 times, and Chris's parents. So like, but yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing. This I'd is like gonna to hear more about this because your sounds more serious than the one that happened Chris, at our school. Yeah, yeah. Chris trying no, to change No, I was the never there for it. So Hulk you were there, yeah. right? You said yeah. you were. Yeah. I mean, he kind of actually explained it pretty accurately. Um, I was just in the washroom <laughs> doing what I do. <laughs> that what, sounds weird. Do doing what I, one does in the washroom. Yeah, yeah. I should have just said I was taking a piss. That sounds what, more weird. What do you do, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> I do what I do. But yo, I'm going to wash my hands, of course. And this guy walks in, of course, fresh white tea, but like a blood stain right by where, like, I guess the appendix would be. Um, and yeah, man, he got stabbed at the park. Like, you're not stabbed. He got like kind of cut up enough to bleed. Dang. And I'm like, yo, you, you good? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to start the conversation. Hey, bro, how's your I day? was socially a little nervous. You want me to call your mom? <laughs> <laughs> I started breathing real heavy. <laughs> and I went to the hospital instead of him. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this guy had a cut. It was over some brown girl or something like that. Yeah, just, course, yeah, yeah, like you, you're talking to my girl, and then uh, oh. then he pulled Yo, out is that the, my girl. Yeah, he pulled out the switch. Yo, you're talking to Preeti. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> oh man, I have a story about that okay. too. I would I, love yeah. to hear this. Yeah. Should we go to that? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Oh, well, that was cut you off. Didn't get any blood on me, so I'm good. Like. Oh, cool. Well, my story was, was this 2013 summer? And like it was a few of us. No, it was like 2012. Cause I was working at McDonald's at the time, oh, and some friends came. Yeah, shout out. No, <laughs> they get I, used, I used to work there too. That's why. I said oh, really? Yeah. Which yeah. one? In Oakville. Which one? One of the four locations in Oakville. <laughs> shout out. The definition of small talk. <laughs> which one? <laughs> I know all of the McDonald's <laughs> ever. <laughs> hey, do you know? Uh, do you know uh, Ryan? He yeah. works at. He works yeah. grill. He's a yeah. flat top guy. <laughs> Um, shout out MCF <laughs> one time. McCown Fish, I worked right there. <laughs> Six minute walk from my house. Wow. Uh, and so, so uh, some friends of mine came by. I won't shout out their names. I don't know if they want me to shout them out. Came to McDonald's. And, yeah, and I was just finishing up. So then I went with them. We went to a park not too far away. It was like a 10 minute walk at a school, elementary school. Just eating some snacks in the park? No, we were literally actually just laying in the park. You're just laying in the park. Yeah. What do you? What? How Wait. What time of day was it? What do you mean? Like people play basketball. People play like soccer in the park. Like. What did you, you do? don't play basketball in the park. Yeah. I mean, if there's a if there's like a basketball court there, it's like. Yo, grass is like the best, man. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's so weird. No, nah, well, I mean, you know the. I don't park know. Maybe Oakville parts are over. Games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Oakville. Like like grounders. Yeah. Grounders, yeah. grounders. 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 Alligator. Yeah, yeah. You know. Lava. It was 9 p.m. by the way. Okay. And <laughs> to clarify. Yeah, and so we're all leaving, right? And then um, one guy came in a car and he's like, "Yeah, I can take uh, three or four of you." And then uh, me and another guy were just where we walked, and I think we were going to my friend's apartment building. And so those guys are about to get into the car, and this guy comes up, or two guys come up. They're like, "Hey, do you have any weed?" And we're like, "No, we don't have anything." And then they take out 
polls or, or, or like no it was it was something major it was like um it, was, it wasn't a machete it was like crowbar jace and something hurtful and then they started beating us what yeah they started beating us uh i'm gonna come clean not me um <laughs> <laughs> myself and my other friend we were all far away yeah, yeah. we had already walked but other and friends, like friends of those yours. guys yeah there were like three of them oh what was it four and then two were in the car so they they uh they broke the window they smashed the window of the car and then they beat one guy one guy, guy in specific okay, I, I was about to say his name um. Oh uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> shout out. Uh. uh no, nah, I can't even say. It. <laughs> shout, shout out. Hum- shout out Hamza, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not bleeping the name yeah, at this all point. Good, it's all good, it's all good. <laughs> Yo, this guy, yeah, this guy's not gonna listen. Hamza's just like getting into mad fights. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Hamza. <laughs> He's nice with the crowbar. Yeah. Yo, we need to see where Hamza is. <laughs> Yo, call him up. We need to see where he is right now. <laughs> We'll do a follow-up. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, they were attacking one guy mainly. They're only after one guy, but we're there, so they're like, might as well hit them all up. Um, so they beat... <laughs> oh, they're here. So they hit one guy. <laughs> they hit one guy, and then they're like, let's cut. They have a getaway car, and they're gone. Right? Um, we call the cops because this guy's car is like, it's his dad's car, and it was oh, trash. Man. And the cops are like, what are you guys doing at a park at 9 p.m.? We're playing guys- games! <laughs> and they're like, oh, you guys are probably smoking weed. So they did nothing, actually. Oh, really? man. And, uh, yeah. They didn't- so then what did they do tell his dad? Oh, fuck 12. Uh, well, he yeah, told him the story. Dad. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's that's Facts. given. Yeah. Facts. Um, he's, I mean, he told his dad the truth. What happened? Is his dad was like, like, yeah. I went to yeah. a car wash and one thing led to another. And it just <laughs> you know Hamza, so bro. <laughs> yeah, so and the people that attacked that guy, so that guy, he's Muslim and he's dating a Tomo girl. Oh, okay. And her older brother couldn't handle that. Oh, so right. he got some goons to attack him. To the Muslim oh. kid. Yeah. Shit, it's dude. that real. Mm, yeah. yeah. Which leads into another conversation of siblings. Yeah. Like siblings, the person you date and how much they care. Because younger siblings are like whatever, but the older siblings, yo, they might actually care to yeah. a point where yeah. they're like, what do you mean? Would you all date your boy's sister? Yeah, wait, no. What, you're, no. What? No, no. No, that's kind of weird. Sorry. Hell no. That's weird, man. Vegas <laughs> <laughs> well, out here like, like. That's my sister. Vegas like, out here like, like, oh man, one of your sisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the she way I look at it. Me and Velen are Jeez, that's wild. That's wild. That's a violation. That's my sister. That's your sister. That's, that's a wild. violation, but that's a funny. That, yeah. That's his sense of humor. Chris, Vegas on a Vegas fake it. That's too far. <laughs> no, but um, the way yeah, the, I don't think. I mean, to answer your question, I guess no, I don't think I do that. That's like, kind of weird. But actually, me, that's a violation. Yeah. Sorry, um, I can't. I can't say that because one of my friends is actually dating my other friend's sister, okay. and they're all cool with it. It mm. works, you know. So I can't hate on that. Okay, so now but what's the protocol, right? Because like dating involves more than just like uh, dating involves just uh. How do I put this politely, right? Yeah. No, you, you don't have to be intimate polite. relations. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> dating is 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 also including in being yeah, physical. Yeah, yeah. So do you just like um, <laughs> do and don't say type 
Or do you describe Behavior, it? Or do you like, <laughs> yo, like, like, yo, we fucking. <laughs> yo, dead you. ass. Yeah. How do you approach that? Yo, do you just like, never talk about it? Dead ass, I was fucking your sister last <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, yo, she, Say oh, word. she yeah. did it. She did the job, <laughs> yeah. man. She really yeah. went all That's up. That's a text, though. That's not a face to face. That's a text. Yeah. That's a text. You can't do that face to face. Cry face emoji afterwards. 100. For real. I think, okay, just to kind of. There's definitely like friends that I think everyone has that are like idiots that it's like, okay, I never want you to meet my family ever in mm. any scenario. But like, I think there's certain like the people you surround yourselves are just a reflection of yourself, right? So mm. if you're not comfortable with like your friends being around your family or like even like going a step further of like being in a relationship so that's something like, with someone you're related with, I think that's just a reflection on like, like sort of like the relationships you have, Strength right? And, like, yeah, the friendships you have and kind of that kind of thing. Like, you should. Your friends should be like the people like you should be, have enough respect for them to be like okay like you can carry yourself in a um, <laughs> in a relationship uh, you know well so I don't know that's that's but I mean this is all theoretical right like right. I don't know like what would happen if you know do you they, know what happened like did that ever come up in conversation mm. oh never they yeah. never talk that's about just it. like I think an unspoken rule though it's and, just like let's yeah. never talk about this. <laughs> but you know like yeah, yeah, like both parties knows what's happening right. Oh, definitely. Okay. See, the yeah, thing sure. is, like, I think the relationship, like, the um, non-physical part of the relationship, yeah, that's something you could live with. But, I mean, it's the kind of thing we were talking about earlier. Well, like PDA, though. Well, I, I, nah. I'm against PDA, like, anybody, anywhere. Nah, yeah. I, yeah, well, I it's just, like... What sort of holding hands? That's all. Oh, no, no. okay, yeah, okay, okay. I should probably clarify. But, like, I don't know, like... Intense. Yeah, like, I think, like, a, a peck on the cheek or, like, on the lips is fine. Holding hands is fine. But, like... People like making out on the street. I hate what that. What about penetration? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right where. Yeah, I, I like that shit. That's my but. DJ tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I think it's just like I don't know. I just find it like like a little bit like kind of like disrespectful. I don't know. It's Yo, like, see, it's like dudes walking off like with their shirts off and shit. Like, and oh, I'm into that. Body positivity, 2017. <laughs> okay, you should spin that probably better. Huh? No. What do you mean, bro? It's body positivity. <laughs> I went camping yeah, uh, yeah. for the second time in my life last summer. Took my shirt off the second I got there. <laughs> Just to it, clarify, yeah. none of us are wearing shirts right now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're all shirtless. A, and bottomless. And <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is the thing. Like, what I was yeah. trying to say earlier is like... Chris uh, got the two gone. That's yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the Tims, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dead ass me? <laughs> Tims and the Duke, man. That's my um, outfit right there. But I think it's like... Uh, I mean, it comes down to how comfortable you are with your siblings. Because like to me, like my older brother, he has kids. But I'm like in my mind, he's still a virgin. I can't like think. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you, you can my, relate. My sister's about to have a kid, so yeah. it's like weird. He still wears square toe dress shoes. <laughs> yeah, like I'm convinced. It's so like, it's once like, a pleb, always a pleb. Yeah. Right? Exactly, exactly. Mm. So I think the physical part of the relationship is where it gets a little bit weird. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, when I found out my cousin had kids, I was like, bro, you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this guy fucks. <laughs> Silicon Valley <laughs> reference. <laughs> that's a great exactly. show, actually. Oh, that's a good. I yeah, just man. got put show. on that. Um, yeah, well, just, I mean, I've been putting you on that show for yeah. like years now, but this guy's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll watch it. Like, there's there's a lot later. of good TV. Um, so it's hard to keep up, yeah, man. Yeah. Actually, saying, I mean, if we're gonna yeah jump into this, like we're people, yeah, I was about to say people say that very very frequently nowadays. Like, we're in the golden age. But at the same time, um, and it's an interesting video. You guys should definitely watch. Uh. The Hollywood Reporter, they do like these roundtables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they did one with like uh, movie execs and TV execs. Um, and it's like fascinating. They talk about how there's too much TV right now mm. and how like uh, there's just like if you don't have like an A list actor, it's hard to be successful. And how uh, because of like Netflix, 
and like HBO Go, I believe it's called. Yeah. Everything's like lives in perpetuity. So, yeah. so like shows that come out today, let's say um, something recent like The Young Pope or whatever, it's competing with Seinfeld. It's competing with Friends. So it's so hard to mm. make a TV because it's not just on the television anymore. You're constantly yeah. uh, exposed to that. Yeah, so right. The standard is automatically just it's so much up. higher. What yeah, makes the cut is yeah, just mm. stream of like, we keep yeah. seeing like a, like A list Hollywood actors make a move right and yeah. like. It, it's just kind of scary then what's going to end up with like movies like yeah. we're we just going to end up with Fast 8, Fast 9 yeah fast I was watching an interview with uh, I think her name is Robin Wright she's uh, the wife on House Cards mm. I think that's her name I might be wrong um, but like House of Cards was kind of like this very um, sort of like pioneering show just because it was one of the very first Netflix originals okay. um, right. so uh, when uh, David David Fincher was like kind of he spearheaded that whole thing um and when he asked her to like be on the show, she's like, "Well, I don't want to go into tel- like who wants to go into television? Television for like for the longest time was like it's a step down from like careers go the, to die. Yeah. yeah, it's where careers go to die. And like, oh, that A list actor now is a TV show, and they're kind of just like sort of demoted to like a B list actor. Um, but then like yeah, like these shows like yeah, like House of Cards. That's like Kevin Spacey was like a powerhouse of an actor, you know, um, or like you know like Westworld." Um, you know, which like huge names like Jonathan Nolan and J.J. Abrams are yeah. like behind that. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, like a lot of these like like shows are just like really like powerhouse shows that like have like all these like genius creative minds behind them that it's like it's so hard to to kind of compete with something that's like you know like if you're a new person trying to get into filmmaking or television or content creation it's like well how the hell am i supposed to like david fincher jonathan nolan like how am i supposed to keep keep up with these names you know like how am i supposed to compete it's but yeah, it's but yeah. it's still definitely possible. What's her name on? Issa Rae. I had a feeling. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she did it. Yeah, she yeah. did the damn thing. Yeah. Also, The Office with um, you saying you know A list stars have to be a part of the mm. show, because after like the second season, The Office was supposed to be canceled, mm. but then Forty Year Old Virgin came out, which yeah. Steve Carell started, and they're like, uh, then people started tuning in. NBC's like, we have to keep this. Yeah, I love yeah. Steve Carell. Yeah. Yeah. He's on yeah. The Office. He's a genius. Yeah, I think phenomenal. That, Absolutely, that character. Coach show. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I'm like, and his story is interesting because like he was trying to be an actor for like the longest time, and then he's just like he's like a guy in his forties, um, and he's just trying to eat. Like he's trying to put money on the table for his for his family, yeah. and then he gets this opportunity like The Office, and then like that kind of. Uh, sort of snowballs into like a Judd Apatow movie yeah. uh, mm. and then like you know like Despicable Me is like one of the highest grossing animated movies of like the mm. last like five six years um, which is like a huge franchise now yeah. so like for him like you know like um, that's a huge success for him mm. and I think like uh, The Office definitely like kind of like sort of yeah. sparked his his kind of oh, career man. path but it's exciting man with the Issa Rae thing like I feel like now with the internet people are you know yeah, I think YouTube, uh, YouTube is like the antithesis to Netflix <laughs> yeah like Workaholics yeah. the guys from I don't know if you guys watch that show yeah, but yeah. the guys from there oh. yeah, 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 yeah they just did it on YouTube and they got an email from yeah. Comedy Central yeah. like just off YouTube yeah. Lonely Island did the same thing right? oh, the Always, sun, always Sunny's guy Always, always Sunny guys as well yeah they, they were kind so of maybe like High Top soon enough right it's coming soon yeah it's gonna be one of those red campaigns bro that's what that's we're gonna crazy see. though for like even just like the always sunny story of just like it because they the like the cast writes and directs everything right it's yeah. like the four or five of them um and then like what was it season two or three it's just like oh by the way danny devito's on the show yeah. you know <laughs> this like kind of like a-list actor yeah. who's like kind of can do whatever he wants <laughs> it decides to be on like kind of like this grassroots show yeah. and he like brings the quality like way up yeah, and exactly. like 
you know, uh, it's hilarious and, you know, it's, it's crazy how like that can happen. And it's like, I guess that's yeah, kind of like a note to sort of like the opposite of like the whole kind of Netflix powerhouse shows that are coming out to be like, well, you can have like this grassroots operation and have people notice what you're doing and then kind of, you know, you know, kind of skyrocket into to fame and success. Exactly. Cause like Charlie day is like a, kind of like a huge kind of uh, comedian that's like up and coming now. in like a lot of these movies that he's sort of, uh, um, yeah, he's like becoming in a lot, he's coming in a lot of movies right. and like, that's really, uh, uh, to think that he came from something that's kind of so grassroots, so kind of yeah. small. His big break was the one with uh, Jason Sudeikis and Horrible Bosses. Horrible yeah. Bosses, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Pacific Rim. Yeah. He's funny, man. He's, he's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He has a good hot ones. If you guys were, oh. if you guys like hot ones, one. oh, yeah. Sean Evans. Yeah, he has good yeah. hot ones. Yeah. Good hot ones? Mac Demarco. Yeah, I've, I've Mac been meaning to watch really? that one. I haven't seen that Mac one. Mac Demarco's got a great one because mm. uh, he's he like he basically has like a little noise that he makes after he eats like every wing. Like he'll eat one just like. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sample that, man. He's, he's such a pleasant human being. You know yeah. What I mean? Like, yeah. I don't yeah. listen to his music as much as I used to, mm. but like, just like watching his interviews, he's just like such a nice guy. You like, you want to yeah. hang out with Mac DeMarco? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I rate that dude 100. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, go ahead. I was gonna say like I love Hot Ones. That's a great show. Yo, have you guys seen the one with Eddie Wong? Yeah. yeah. Eddie oh, Wong. the best yeah, one actually. One. <laughs> that one's. Fucking yeah. hilarious. Bro. No, what's it? Padma, she's beautiful. One, yeah. two, it's like, yeah, she's just like, she just like knocks it out of the park, right? Because yeah, yeah. she's like like a connoisseur in that kind of field. Yeah. So. Round two, man. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, the the new one with Ethan and Hila. I don't yeah, know. Chris, Chris, yeah, H3H3. Oh, they're really good. Yeah, man. they're good. Fuck with them heavy. <laughs> humongous. Yeah, humongous. Shout out, humongous. Yo, H3, do you guys fuck? Do you guys watch that show on YouTube? Yeah, it's really good. The humongous episode. Humongous uh, video was definitely watch the yeah. vape. The vape nation ones will like make you cry. <laughs> so funny, they're man. so funny. Um, guess what's telling me about this YouTube channel? I never have the chance. It's to very it. weird. Oh, it's it's like alt, bro. It's kind of like Eric Andre. It's it's a little odd comedy. Oh, wow. yeah. 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 So if you well, if you can get into that, like you'll get into some yeah. of this shit. They're really like uh, they're very transparent in their comedy. Yeah. So it's not like you know how like. It's kind of a random, but like Ellen is very like yeah. PC and very or like, like Jimmy Fallon. They're exactly. not like yeah. yeah. These guys are a little bit more different. Like yeah, they call out people when they deserve to be called out. Uh, yeah. So Eric Andre is either dating or married to Rosario oh. Dawson. Yes, yeah. 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 Up of the century, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Century. Yeah. guy won in my entire life. <laughs> Could you imagine waking up next to Eric Andre? Like there's like yeah. a poop in the bed and like that's you know, man. I saw him. He's he's well, like that's clearly a character he plays, though, right? <laughs> do you think so? Yeah, I mean, like, do you to think like? Extent, have you like, seen like, his interviews? Still, 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 that's yeah. like what people probably thought, like when like Jim Carrey played like Ace Ventura, and it's like, how could anyone be like friends with this person or like know this person in real life? I don't know, man. I think to some extent it's probably like like exaggerated yeah. in like <laughs> on camera, but like he's probably yeah. some sort of weirdo. No, I mean we talked about Nardwar earlier. Do you think <laughs> like Nardwar definitely has a family and friends that he hangs out with outside of his Nardwar career? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I, I do. The human serviette. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, but actually, I listen to a lot of Eric Andre podcasts. Like he's he's on uh, the Hannibal Burst one a lot. Oh, yeah, that's a, so that's a yeah. handsome rambler, right? Handsome rambler. Yeah, good. it's a great yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, and he's very himself. Mm. You know, he's a regular dude. Yeah. And I know he has that switch where on like talk shows he'll be that character. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the bits that he does on that show. It's so damn funny. It's like yeah, it's crazy. Man. What um bird. What's oh, yeah. that? Bird up. Bird up. Bird up. Like, <laughs> Bird up. Eagle eyes range. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, shoot. I saw him. Is- so he came to Toronto. And oh, okay. I saw him in October, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, at his live show, he treats his live show like 
the his show. So he like sets it up like a talk show on the on oh, stage. Oh wow! Yes. But he opens a sh- like literally from start to end. He treats it exactly like a show. So he runs out on stage and he starts breaking everything. So on stage, the music is playing and he starts breaking everything up. At the front of the stage, he has just like cartons of milk yeah. that he just like opens and throws into the crowd. He starts throwing these cartons of milk. Like he has open cartons of milk. Open cartons of milk. That's wild. So He's got wet. oh man, hundred yeah. percent. So as I'm standing in line at the Danforth awesome. Music Hall. There are people who are walking behind me who have po- like rain ponchos on that they've written like investigate 311, which is just like another joke and <laughs> thing or like legalized ranch on it. And I'm looking at like, yeah. and I'm like, why are these guys wearing ponchos? And then like I hear someone in front of me be like, uh oh, like I think we're in for something here. Yeah. And then some some person starts like YouTubing some of his other yeah, live shows and they start st- seeing that the stuff is happening. So at the show. He, he has this like legalized ranch segment where he calls up two people, like two fans, onto the stage and just have them both chug ranch until no. one of them pukes. So he brings, no. up, he brings up this dude who's probably like, That's how, how tall are you? 6'3? Okay, yeah, probably a bit taller than you. Like yeah. a massive Maybe dude. And he brings up this girl who's probably four foot tall. Like he clearly, he very intentionally had this like yeah. very big juxtaposition between the two of them. Yeah. Um, the girl chugs the whole bottle start to end. The dude takes two sips and like he yaks. Mm. He's oh, like, yeah. he takes one, he's like, <laughs> takes another, done. he's done. He's off yeah. the stage. This girl's just cranks the whole bottle wow. of ranch. And then he's like, Eric Andre's like, wow, this is the first time on tour someone's done that. And he's like, I'm not going to make you chug anymore because like that was messed up. So then um, he didn't have Hannibal Burris, Burris on tour with him. He had this guy named Byron Bowers on tour with him who's uh, another great, super, super funny comedian. So Byron Bowers is in, like, Hannibal's spot, and he's like, Eric, man, like, you got another three bottles of ranch. Like, what you going to do with it? And he's like, I don't know. Just, like, grabs him, the music starts playing, and he starts throwing ranch onto everyone in the audience. Oh, God. (laughs) People are just losing their minds. Like, he's got this, like, this super soaker full of, like, like queso like like not you know what i mean like oh just like God. cheese sauce they're just launching in the crowd like absolutely awful he comes out at the end of the he comes out at the end of the show just naked with oh, his dick just like folded in between his two legs no just way like, hey guys That's thank wild. you so much for coming through just like shares you know how he's he loves toronto and he's filming a little bit in toronto just yeah. but naked with like a with a bow tie around his head yeah. just but naked yeah I think it's valid to put he has like an actual acting career like he's in like movies where he just plays like a regular guy yeah absolutely Wait, if you go like on his IMDB page um, <laughs> which to me is like wild he was in the internship the internship and he was right. on Colbert right yeah or uh, was he a correspondent Oh, was it Colbert? Steve Carell, funny enough. When Steve. you mentioned he was on Colbert. Yeah, yeah, no, he yeah. was on uh, The Daily Show. Daily. Daily Show. Yeah, show yeah. Yeah. Hard so, yeah. with us, we got Chris, a.k.a. DJ Penetration. You got Ahmad, a.k.a. Baby Penetration. Sorry, what was it? Baby Chunk. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Guys, guys, guys. So goddamn sorry. Yeah, I'm not allowed uh, near, in, within 90 feet of, uh, yeah. of, a school, of schools. That was messed up. You tutor Matt too? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this recording, Krish? <laughs> this is recording, guys. Um, we got Venka, a.k.a. Date Your Sister. Mr. Oh. Date Your Sister. Oh, yeah, there we go. Um, we got Nivik, a.k.a. Thin Duncan. And we got Krish, a.k.a. Don't Let This Man Control the Goddamn Record. Because <laughs> I fucked this up too many times. Um, hit us up on our Twitter, at High Top Flip Flops. Um, hit up our curious cat, curious cat dot me dash high top flip flops. Ask us some more questions. We'd love to answer them on our next podcast. Um, we usually end our podcast with, uh, everyone to share one word just about maybe how they're feeling or how they felt this podcast went. 
And I'm going to start with Navik. What's your one word to end this podcast? Illustrious. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> what? He uses light skin voice. Just repeat it one more time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is recording now. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Venke, what's your one word, bro? I don't know. I'm grateful, man. It was fun. I enjoyed this. It was good. Uh, this is my second time around, so I'll say uh, disappointed. <laughs> that was a joke. I had a great, I had a great time. Too. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, thankful, thankful. Yeah, oh yeah. man, wow, you guys are serious. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's cool though. Like all jokes aside, no, thanks for having us, man. Yeah, it was we fuck with the podcast for sure. Like, yeah, absolutely, oh, man. You. It's cool. You guys to, to come out so I can listen to it three yeah. times. <laughs> Yeah, how many yeah. times have I said that joke now in this in the, in the podcast? Oh, uh, you know what? It's okay. It's true. Yeah, it's just right. a fact. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you didn't get a chance, man. What's your? What's your oh, I word? never have a word. The uh, last the last time I said it, you I said was, two words, right? Yeah. No, no. The last time I just didn't say a word. I just went. <laughs> I did a Nardwar. I pulled a Nardwar and just froze up uh, right on the on the mic there. Right. So thanks for joining us on this episode of High Top Flip Flops and do 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 do. Whoa. Like a dry top, trying to dodge ass girlfriends and dodge cops. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Hold up. I push the wheel like a dry top, dodging ass girlfriends and dodging cops. Yeah, Nike down to the ankle side. Besides your girl crib, I'm in the bank a lot. Yeah, Nike track and field, I'm trying to run it up. I might just hit it once and be done with you. Child house still ain't got no furniture. A legend in the A like Ted Turner. I push a wheel like a jaw top. Trying to dodge ex girlfriends and dodge cops. No, no, I will not stop. <laughs> yeah. I push the wheel like a jaw top. Trying to dodge ex girlfriends and dodge cops. Besides your girl crib, I'm in the bank a lot. Besides your girl crib, I'm in the bank a lot. Whoa.